0: So I'm thinking that the hallowed halls of Democrat Party elite power are probably, you know, things aren't... Just going so well, I think, in those hallowed halls, as they're trying desperately to come up with ways not really of maybe replacing Joe Biden, of which I think they have to think about that, but how can they rehabilitate Joe Biden? How can they simply say, No, no, wait a minute, it's his age, his experience his experience, and his accomplishments. But these are the things, my friends that america needs right now and it is embodied solely in in joe biden uh folks i'm telling you it can get a lot more weird and it will continue to get weird uh but it is the monday edition kyle warren with you glad to be with you here on this monday morning uh we hope that you had a great weekend uh we have a great week of broadcasting ahead of us uh this week i know thank you for joining us thank you for choosing to spend some time with us wherever you're listening from this morning. And uh, we have a show, again, that's just chock full. Uh, I don't even know where to start uh, today. There's so many things uh, that are happening. Uh, but we are going to talk about Joe Biden and and those who are trying to rehabilitate him, namely Mika Brzezinski over at MSNBC. And I saw this earlier and I just absolutely knew that uh, it's an absolute indication uh, that things aren't going so well, I think, in the hallowed halls of Democrat Party elite power. I will tell you about that and much more here in just a moment, but let me give out the telephone number of course, 949-822-7959. That's 949-822-7959. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, you can also head over to my home website of kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com if you want to send us a direct message this morning anytime, especially if you might have a question for our guests uh, later on as we move through the program. And uh, thanks so much to try- Ron, this morning, he's got a couple of great country music Monday requests that I think are just absolutely fantastic and will definitely going to be hearing them this morning. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Trucker Ron in Denver. We sure appreciate it. And uh, also, folks, of course, we've got some other great uh, direct messages uh, throughout the weekend, and I appreciate them very, very much. Uh, people finding the program, people letting us know uh, that they're listening. So, again, thank you so much. It really it means so much to me and to everybody involved uh, here with the show. And speaking of that, we will be talking, of course, later on this in the program this morning with Denise Simon, Founderscode.com. We're also going to be talking with Chris Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street. We're also going to be talking with uh, Patrick Highland. He is the insurance quarterback and also host of the Sports Zone right here on AM eight sixty. The answer uh, on Sundays uh, from 11 a.m. Eastern to 12 p.m. Eastern. And also we're going to be talking with Frank Salvato uh, from UndergroundUSA.com and also author of the book Nullification. And I want to emphasize, too, that we're going to be talking with Frank um, at the top of the uh, hour number four uh, when he joins the program. We're going to be talking about these two police officers and a firefighter that were killed in Minnesota. This is just a heartbreaking story uh, that is coming out of a place called Burnsville in Minnesota, uh, where you have two police officers and a firefighter uh, that were responding to a call for what they called a family in danger. And there was a gunman. He opened fire killing the two police officers and the firefighter uh, uh, who was responding as an EMT at that time, and uh, they lost their lives. They gave the ultimate sacrifice for their community. And uh, Frank Salvato, of course, is a former uh, firefighter, and uh, he will have, I'm sure, a very unique perspective uh, to offer us, on this terrible, uh, terrible uh, uh, tragedy that has occurred, this terrible crime, Uh, because each and every day, and by the way, on this program, you know, we so much revere, we respect, and we support 100% those who are in law enforcement, those who are in the emergency services, the firefighters, the EMTs, uh, those who respond and run into the danger or respond to the call that somebody is uh, hurting others or somebody is uh, a danger to others somebody's committing a crime somebody is doing something where we need the professionals uh, to come in and uh, and protect us and to save us and again it's it is absolutely uh, overwhelming to me that people are this brave to do this kind of thing and whenever we lose one uh, it is it, it absolutely hurts all of us. And so on this program, again, we respect and we revere and we absolutely support those uh, who put their lives on the line on a daily basis, never knowing what that next call is going to bring. For the most part, it brings, they're going to go and they're going to f- help somebody who's been in an accident or they're going to fight the fire that has broken out, they're going to do what they do. They're going to be saving people. They're going to be protecting people. They're going to be getting people out of harm's way. And on that one fateful day when they get that call and they don't return, it is absolutely heartbreaking to us. And so our thoughts and our prayers and our condolences are going out to those This morning uh, to their families, their loved ones, their colleagues who knew and loved them. And uh, we just want to make sure that we just say in the most, uh, just the most direct way uh, that we possibly can, uh, that we are with you and we mourn and grieve your loss uh, with you. Uh, This is, again, uh, something that, as I said, overwhelms me in terms of bravery, that of our military as well. Those who answer the their country 's call and go without a without a question without a without a hesitation uh into uh into a a harm 's way it 's just something again that is very very uh, uh unique to me i just i just, uh, I just uh, my heart just uh Uh, As I said, just uh, absolutely goes out uh, to the heart, to the families, the colleagues and the loved ones. And, folks, when we come back, we're going to talk about what's happening uh, with uh, Russia. Uh, They are making a particular statement at this point, at least Medvedev is, I believe, uh, talking about the possibility of nuclear strikes. Folks, i got to tell you, it continues uh, to get very, very strange, and we're going to come right back. After this short break, but again, we remember those in Burnsville.
1: Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at eight three three VITAL ninety. That number to call is eight three three.
2: That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422.
4: So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word George and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla.
5: I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you, too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800 no tax or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com.
6: That's eight one eight nine eight four six one zero zero. Shop 6100 dot com.
7: You're
0: listening to power one.
7: It was another week air.
0: All right, Monday edition is officially underway and yes it is Monday no we we can't do anything to change it uh, but uh, <laughs> it is still. It's still going to be a great day today, I believe, and uh, we thank you for listening, and we're glad that you're there. Glad to be here, by the way, Nine four nine eight two two seventy nine fifty nine. Kyle Warren with you. Head over to kylewarrenshow.com that's kylewarrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message. Good morning, Richard the Marine, uh, from his vantage point on the uh, Central Coast of Oregon this morning. He writes in, says, good morning, Mr. Kyle. Welcome to another great week and a great show. Well, thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much again. Uh, 53 degrees cloudy and no wind. Simplify Richard. We'll simplify right back at you, of course. I appreciate that. Uh, we're getting cloudy and we should start to see, uh, the rain start coming in. I think probably later this morning, uh, that's from what I understand. Um, maybe Tuesday might be uh, maybe the biggest part of this atmospheric river that's coming in. I've I've seen a lot of the. uh, uh, news uh, uh, news headlines, you know, millions under a flood watch. That's true. Uh, so we'll let you know uh, how things are going, how things are faring here uh, in Southern California. But uh, wherever you're listening from, we hope that you've got some, uh, uh, some great weather, at least decent weather uh, <laughs> to contend with at this point. And uh, we'll be telling you more about some of the national weather a little bit later here in hour number one. And we've also, as I said, got a great song lined up already by request. And uh, that's going to help us cover country music Monday here on the program. All right, so we are going to tell you about what Mika Brzezinski had to say, but I would be remiss if we didn't let you know that uh, Medvedev uh, over in Russia, uh, Dmitry Medvedev, um, is now telling or saying this according to Newsmax, Moscow will fire nuclear weapons at Washington and other Western capitals, if it is forced to give up the Ukrainian territory, it has taken over. Dmitry Medvedev, a close ally of Russian President Vladimir Putin, has warned, according to a Daily Mail report on Sunday. And get this, folks, attempts to return to the borders of 1991, when the Soviet Union collapsed, will lead to only one thing, towards a global war with the Western countries using the entire strategic arsenal of our state. In Kiev, uh, that's in Ukraine, of course. Berlin, London, Washington, said Medvedev, who is a deputy head of the Russian Security Council, which controls the war against Ukraine. He added that the answer is, quote, obvious, unquote, to the question if Russia will, quote, have the courage to do this if the disappearance of a thousand-year-old country, our great motherland, is at stake. And the sacrifices made by the people of Russia over the centuries will be in vain, unquote. He emphasized that, quote, the West should not think that in such a scenario, the leadership of Russia will will tremble in its hand in pushing the nuclear button. Uh, OK, uh, you know, yeah, no, no, this is very ominous. No, I, I get it. I, I'm not not necessarily trying to make fun of this. But it is pretty extreme, uh, don't you think? I mean, for for decades now, the notion of mutually assured destruction uh, has been the prevailing policy, or it has been the prevailing thing, I think, that has kept a nuclear exchange uh, from happening. And, of course, when you go back to the then Soviet Union, this is where this comes into play. You know, I don't know how many stories and how many movies and how many even almost real life scenarios uh, have pointed to the notion that, well, you've got not just land based silos, uh, but of course you've got, um, in some cases, remember the MX missile that was supposed to go around uh, and sort of be unpredictable, but you've also got subs. Uh, that, uh, you know, these boomer subs that uh, eventually can surface and, and uh, well, actually, I think they can launch from under the water anyway. But what I mean to say is that they will still be around even after a first strike, right, by the then Soviet Union. And they understood this. They, they, they got that. Um, I always thought that there would be a much greater possibility, if at all, of having a uh, sort of a, uh, uh, not a strategic nuclear exchange, but a, what they call a tactical nuclear exchange. But even so, this way lies madness, right? Because how do you turn off something like that? How do you keep something like that from escalating? So, you know, there was a lot of tough talk and, and this kind of thing. But always, uh and this came up under McNamara right, Robert McNamara, who was Secretary of Defense under Kennedy and then under johnson and they they came up with this notion of mad, mutually assured destruction, so uh, i it's just it would be so fantastical to me that Russia would launch something like that, knowing that it really would collapse their country there uh, you know it just It, it's, it makes more sense, and this sounds crazy, right? But it just, it actually makes more sense when you have terror groups who are willing to use a nuclear bomb, uh, because they have an entirely different worldview and mentality, it would seem, uh, believing that they have a, you know, there's some righteous, uh, you know, righteous power to go and do such a destructive thing. Uh, but that's an entirely different story, right? But dealing with, uh, Moscow, Um, shouldn't uh, is not exactly that kind of same thing, one would think. But to talk like this, um, you know, it's either showing that, you know, they don't know how much longer they can really do this. Uh, You know, they seem to be prevailing in different ways over Ukraine at this point. Um, But uh, is this for local consumption? I mean, it just it just seems to be so far out. I think we should take it seriously, obviously, but it just seems to be so far out. That, uh, that I, I wouldn't expect this to happen tomorrow, but it is qualified, right? If, you know, they return to these 1991 borders, uh, and presumably, pre- presumably, does that also include Crimea, for example? That's, I think, a good question for that. Uh, but Medvedev, of course, was president from 2008 to 2012, stressed, quote, it is better to return everything to us before it's too late or we will return it ourselves with maximum losses for the enemy, unquote. He also lashed out at, (laughs) quote, snotty Anglo-American fosterlings, unquote. That's a new one, isn't it? Snotty Anglo-American fosterlings who oppose Putin's rule, saying that British and German defense ministers Grant Schapps and Boris Pistorius (laughs) are... Quote, a-holes uh, who believe the world cannot afford for Russia to defeat Ukraine. He added that if, that if Shaps and Pistorius got their way, there would be a, quote, direct and irreversible collapse of present-day Russia, including the territories in Ukraine, that the Kremlin has taken over. Well, once again, folks, I would find it very fantastical that there would be such a thing to happen, uh, given the idea uh, of that that notion of mutually assured destruction. It doesn't make any sense uh, why they would try to uh, to do something uh, like that uh, at all. All right, I think we got a telephone line lighting up here. Let's head, head over there to telephone lines. I think we got enough time to take a quick call this segment. Good morning, caller. What's your name? And where are you calling from?
8: Hi. Hello. This is Ron, and I just want to report to you, I'm sorry to say, but 9.30, the answer, Sarasota
9: doesn't want to come in.
0: Interesting. Okay, well, I appreciate the report very much. We'll let them know uh, here as soon as we can. There may be a technical issue this morning, but I appreciate it very, very much.
10: No problem, Kyle.
0: Hey, thanks. Uh, you can head over to GCNlive.com as well if you want to pick up the live stream. But thanks again. Okay. Okay, take care. All right, thanks uh, Thanks to Ron. We we do appreciate that. Sometimes there are technical issues, and we'll definitely report that First thing here, uh, as soon as we possibly can. So I do appreciate the call very much, Ron. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what: sometimes that is live radio. Sometimes you have uh, uh, issues uh, that uh, that uh, are technical that uh, we just we just have to make sure that they get uh, that they get squared away. And they're very good at uh, squaring that uh, squaring that away. Uh but once again folks, so we have a lot to talk about on the program this morning. Uh this thing with uh, with Russia. Uh we're going to ask Denise Simon about as well. I can hardly wait to get her take on something like this. And when we come back, we'll tell you about what uh, what uh, Mika Brzezinski has been saying about uh n- not just Donald Trump. You can kind of imagine what she might say about Donald Trump, but what she is saying about uh Joe Biden is absolutely uh, just uh, it will floor you. It will it will absolutely floor you because now we're going to go into the mode of building up Joe Biden. You know he's got all this he's got all this experience. He has all these accomplishments, whatever those might be, and he's he's wise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we. We, we can't make this stuff up, folks. We cannot make it up. Stay right there because we're coming right back, everybody. I'll warn with you, it is the Monday edition. Stay right there.
13: usa news update ukrainian president zelensky says looking at europe right now reminds him of the way ukraine was 10 years ago in 2014 our people were not ready for 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 the war for the quick occupation of crimea part of donbass during a cnn foreign policy panel he said it's the reason why Ukraine must continue to receive war support from Western nations, including the U.S. He says he does not believe Russia will stop at Ukraine. In Washington, U.S. lawmakers continue working out how much foreign aid to send. Two U.S. soldiers killed in a drone attack in Jordan are being buried in their home state of Georgia this weekend. 24-year-old Sergeant Kennedy Sanders and 23-year-old Sergeant Brianna Moffitt were among three U.S. soldiers killed in the attack at a base in Jordan on January 28th. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
0: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Monday edition of the program. And uh, we've got a lot more to talk about. And as I've been saying this morning, yes, it it is Monday. Uh, No, we can't do anything about it except for the fact that it is President's Day. And uh, you might have the day off. So, that is a distinct possibility, I believe, for you. Um, so, if you do have the day off, I hope that you're able to uh, to enjoy it um, and definitely uh, take uh, take advantage of that. You know, um, you know, we think about President's Day, you know, which used to be Lincoln's birthday, Washington's birthday, eventually combined into President's Day. And um, you know, you think about you know why we would even you know revere the birthdays. Especially of those two particular presidents, and i th- I think it's you know, it's fairly obvious, but uh, without George Washington, uh, we would have never really seen the realization of our country. other founding fathers obviously playing very key roles um, in, in the revolution. Um, and but George Washington himself was um, a model and probably the model uh, for the presidency. Um, as they sort of crafted the presidency around the man, George Washington. Um, And and, uh, because, again, you know, this was an entirely new thing. It was something that they wanted to make sure, uh, you know, uh, reflected uh, the kind of leadership and the kind of, of, uh, of, of thoughtfulness, I think, that George Washington had. He was also... Could have could have easily become, and this is using terminology that's going to be sort of front-loaded anyway, but he could have easily become a king uh, or the equivalent thereof. Uh, he could have easily done that, and it could have easily been offered to him. In fact, I think in, in many ways it, it almost was, but the idea, though, uh, did not sit well with him, and uh, certainly this is where we get, I think, the, uh, the, the interpretation of the presidency and the Constitution. But And also, his stepping down after two terms, there was no term limit back then, as you might know. Uh Stepping down after two terms um, set a precedent um, and also, I think, really set a tenor uh, for what was to come next. So we do owe so much to George Washington. We also owe so much to Abraham Lincoln. As the republic came into being under George Washington, the republic was... Uh, put back together and saved by Abraham Lincoln. And so to revere, especially these two particular individuals, um, was uh, was certainly the right thing to do and certainly understandable. But at the same time, then combining it into President's Day, it's not just about having a sale, you know, it's not just about having a three-day weekend, but it is about this notion that, uh, and the, uh, you're right, and there's only been, you know, 46 of them at this point, uh, that is really saying something over the last two and a half basic centuries, basically. So you have, um, you know, the, the, what is so unique on the earth, and as Lincoln even talked about in his Gettysburg Address, I think it's very, very uh, telling, very important. But so it is President's Day. So hopefully if you have the day off, that's that's a good thing. Uh, but if not, and you're out there and you're doing your job, we'll we're right there with you uh, here on this President's Day. All right. So let's let's think about here what uh, Mika Brzezinski uh, had to say about Joe Biden. And as I started the program earlier this morning, uh just a little while ago, I was saying, well, you know, in the Democratic hallowed halls of power, it doesn't uh, seem like things are going too well, because if we're going to start going down this road of just rehabilitating uh, Joe Biden, it's like, no, you don't get it. You don't understand how wonderful he truly is. Well, that's what Mika Brzezinski is trying to do. So let's, let's listen in. First, she's going to start off talking about people like Reba McIntyre, who sang at the Super Bowl, and then others. And I guess trying to make it appear that, well, you know, we're kind of, we're going to associate... Some of these people with with how wonderful Joe Biden is. I guess that's where she's going. Let's listen in.
15: She's singing. 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 Loved it. Did anyone, anyone question her ability to belt out the national anthem? Of course not. She's one of the most successful female recording artists in history. Multiple Grammys, hit singles, sold out stadiums, the Country Music Hall of Fame, in the words of... The 68-year-old, quote, This Ain't My First Rodeo. Or another music icon, Shania Twain, who's marking the 25th anniversary of Come On Over, the best-selling album ever by a solo female artist. She's launching her third residency in Vegas and hitting our stage in Abu Dhabi next month for Forbes and Know Your Values 3050 Summit. Is she too old to be in the spotlight? What about Sarah Gilbert, who led the development of the COVID-19 vaccine at Oxford? Too old to save our lives? I don't think so. Or Nancy Pelosi, who served as Speaker of the House twice making history and continues to stand on the front lines of democracy. They can do their jobs, whether they're 50, 60, 70, or yes, even well into 80. And you know what? Come a little closer. I'll tell you a secret. Joe Biden has a stutter. And you know what? When he's pissed off, sometimes that stutter gets worse. And, yeah, he he walks carefully. Call the cops. Somebody call the cops. It's a crime. The Republicans and bullies on Fox News say he can't even finish a sentence. He's so freaking old. Sometimes he seems... I don't know what's the word. Um, ah, Gosh, I'm grasping. I'm so old. I'm grasping for it. Successful, wise, accomplished, and yes, this ain't his first rodeo. In fact, okay,
0: we got we stop stop right there. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, Mika. Um, No, I don't think that the I don't think the call that you're hearing is that he's just so old. Because, and we've had callers to this show as well that say, "Look, this isn't an age factor. Age alone isn't the factor. Donald Trump is very close to age, and with Joe Biden, but doesn't seem to exhibit the same uh, problems and uh, and and conditions that Joe Biden seems to uh, seems to uh, to display." So Mika and and I know that she doesn't like Donald Trump at least I'm I'm pretty sure she doesn't like Donald Trump uh but uh, but for her to come on there and to say well you know and, and and nobody's making fun of somebody who stutters but I don't really think that Joe Biden uh has demonstrated that that he, the issues that he's de- seemingly dealing with are the result of having a speech impediment I I think that and yes he walks carefully well why does he have to walk carefully uh because again i think he's he's uh, uh you know he's suffering from these whatever it is and i'm not a doctor so i'm not going to say i don't have a, 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 a ability to make some kind of diagnosis i just know that something is wrong i don't think that this is all based on a speech impediment or some such thing um i do think though that uh, now i think they're looking at their options and their options are to, to basically say, okay, it does appear that there's an issue. In fact, Mika Brzezinski seems to be flying in the face of many voters that aren't just Democrats, or or, or I should say not just Republicans, but also Democrats and independents who have a real concern about Biden's age and the the uh, the uh, the things that he's demonstrating. Honestly, Mika, I, I can't imagine where you're, you're coming up with this. Uh, it, this seems to me to be... Something that is um, uh, you, you, so, something that just doesn't fly. It doesn't really make sense in order to to try to 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 frame it in this way. I, I would think you would frame it in almost any other way. And not to say that Joe Biden is successful, wise, accomplished, and it's not his first rodeo. And she goes on to say he may be the most accomplished president of the modern age okay, this is one of those things where it's just going, this is way too far, (laughs) okay? I mean, you could say, no, no, because even Karine Jean-Pierre the other day, I think, tried to make the case, well, the president knows what he's doing, he was a senator, he was vice president, and so there he kind of knows exactly what's happening and what he's doing, and we got to give him, you know, this these kudos for being so great. But this, I think, makes it go light years further than that. I don't know if he's the most accomplished president in the modern age. Um, uh, this is reaching, uh, in the, in the extreme. But what it does to me, anyway, it shows that there's a huge amount of desperation factor that's happening here. This, I'm just going to say this. I think Mika Brzezinski's little soliloquy here is not going to age well. Okay. I'm just saying that. That's what I'm saying. All right, folks. Stay right there, Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back. we got a great song. Don't go anywhere. It's
16: easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Mypatriotsupply.com.
18: .com gcnfood.com
19: You've seen crazy diets to lose weight
7: Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: All right, it's still Monday,
7: <laughs>
0: and it is President's Day. So it may be that you got the day off, maybe, uh, but if you do, we hope that you have some uh, some great plans. If you can um, enjoy yourself a little bit on a three-day weekend, uh, uh, but we're here, we're with you, and, and especially if you're out there working right now you're driving or you're working a shift, uh, whatever it is that you're doing this morning, uh, we're right there along with you, and uh, glad to be with you here on this President's Day, and what a great President's Day I think uh, it will be. And uh, last segment, we were uh, here listening into some of what Mika Brzezinski was talking about how wise and how accomplished uh Joe Biden and how successful he is. Well, I don't know. I, you know, if you look at some of this stuff that having to do with Hunter Biden and the big guy and the big, uh, all the the money and all the stuff that we're hearing about. I, is is that the success you're talking about? I'm not sure. All right. So, folks, welcome back to the program. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you, of course. And uh, we have much more to talk about and do here on this Monday morning edition. Well, let's get right to it because we've got a great song for this segment here before we take a look at some of the national weather out there. And this comes by request, by request from Trucker Ron in Denver and uh, for Country Music Monday. Uh, he sent this in just a little while ago. We appreciate it so much, Trucker Ron. And uh, this is a great version of a Rolling Stone song, kind of kind of countryfied here with by Travis Tritt, turning it into a great country record as well. So it uh, it meets all the all the requirements <laughs> for Country Music Monday and then some. So let's take a look or take a listen rather. Here we go, Honky Tonk Woman. Travis trip to Travis Tripp right there. My friends, by request, thank you Trucker Ron. Country Music Monday uh off to a wonderful great start. Uh, I will tell you that much. Uh welcome back everybody. Of course, Kyle Warren with you and that is uh Travis Tripp with his cover version of the Stones classic Honky Tonk Woman and I've heard various covers of that uh over the years obviously and uh this one this one is his is just pretty cool, if you ask me. It really, really is. So, thank you so much, uh, Trucker Ron. We appreciate it so very much. And folks, if you ever have a, a song you'd like to, reco- uh, you'd like to request uh, for this uh, part of the program where we uh, play a great song, get you uh, going through the uh, through the morning, keep you going, keep your blood pumping, uh, keep you revved up, keep you moving, uh, simply head over to kylewarrenshow.com and send us a, a direct message. And I love to say by request. So that there it was by request. Uh, all right. So, and we got another great song coming up in the next hour. Also a request, uh, from Trucker Ron this morning. And, uh, we got country music, uh, Monday covered, folks. Uh, I think pretty well. Okay. So let's take a quick look here, uh, at some of our national weather here in Southern California. It's going to be a deluge again with the atmospheric river, uh, that we all know and love at this point. Uh, but, uh, we will, I'll let you know how it's going. Uh, but right now, uh, it's a moderate risk of excessive rainfall along coastal Southern California today. Uh, we've got heavy snow likely over Sierra Nevada and Shasta, uh, in California. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got warming trends expected to expand across the Great Plains through midweek. And a potent upper level low will continue directing subtropical moisture over much of California today. Uh, Heavy coastal and low elevation rain, thunderstorms, heavy mountain snow, and high winds are expected from the atmospheric river event. Uh, Excessive rainfall leading to flash flooding is possible for much of the state of California. I think it's already going on up in northern California, I believe. Uh, Slight risk of excessive rainfall in effect from Humboldt to Orange County, hello, as well as over parts of the Sacramento Valley and um, along upslope portions of the Sierra. Uh, let's see, the moisture feed in the California will weaken considerably and sag south on Tuesday. But the threat of flash flooding will persist across Southern California. In particular, upslope flow into the transverse ranges will support a renewed threat of flash flooding. A slight risk of excessive rainfall is in effect from Humboldt down to San Diego County on Tuesday, mainly due to sensitive soils from today's heavy rain. Uh, Up to a foot of additional snow accumulations locally, uh, higher amounts are possible over the Sierra and uh, Shasta uh, Mountains on Tuesday. All right. So that's what's happening elsewhere. Also, lake effect snow will come to an end this afternoon across the lower Great Lakes. Upper-level ridging with uh, embedded shortwave energy will support a warming trend across the Great Plains and Mississippi Valley through the midweek when anomalous temperatures are expected to reach their peak for the week. That's it. That's the peak for the week, folks. Uh, And high temperatures will be between 15 to 25 degrees above average by Wednesday over much of the central U S all right. So that's what we're kind of seeing out there right now, folks. That's uh, what we're going to be talking about next hour. We'll take another look and uh, we'll take a look at some of these different uh, weather um, uh, alerts that we might see across the continental United States and also some of the precipitation that we're seeing right now as well. So that's coming up next hour in this very segment of the program. But in a few moments here, we're going to start climbing up to the top of the hour we're going to hear our top-of-the-hour news, and then uh, we'll um, uh, be right back at it. Because, folks, uh, this is Monday. We are here. We're glad you're there. We have so much to tell you about, so much to talk about. Don't forget the telephone number, 949-822-7959. That's 949-822-7959. And uh, we hope that uh, you're having a great Monday. It is President's Day, and uh, we do have a lot to to uh, to, uh, to thank, of course. Uh, For uh, so many of our great presidents, uh, certainly Washington and Lincoln, which kind of got the whole thing started with Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday uh, so much uh, in terms of, you know, the founding of the republic. And then, of course, uh, putting the republic literally back together again uh, and saving it. Uh, One can only wonder what kind of a country we might have had if Lincoln had lived, if Lincoln had been there for reconstruction i i wonder what kind of what kind of things might have happened uh for the for the better than under uh, johnson so stay right there folks kyle warren with you we are coming right back top of the hour news is next and then we are going to be next after that so don't go anywhere it is monday stay right there So you tell me if uh, Dmitry Medvedev in Russia, when he talks about the idea that, well, if we lose territory as a result of the war with Ukraine, then we're going to nuke Washington and other Western capitals. Uh, You know, I got to tell you, yeah, we take it seriously. No doubt about it. But, folks, this seems to be so fantastical that... um, you know, uh, is this for local consumption? Uh, I'm I'm wondering. Uh, you know, the idea of mutually assured destruction goes back a long way, uh, decades at this point, and I can't imagine that uh, any kind of first strike by uh, Russia uh, against Washington D.C., for example, would end there. For one thing, uh, you know, this is it's absolute madness uh... what medvedev uh, is uh, is talking about but it could also be that they're getting a little more desperate maybe they're trying really uh, hard to uh... uh... to you know prop up the idea that you know putin is the all the all being there and so forth that you know we just don't know but we're going to take a look at it of course as we move through the program this morning welcome back to the show everybody our number two officially underway Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you, of course, 949-822-7959, 949-822-7959. And uh, you can also head over to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. If you'd like to send us a direct message this morning, we've already heard from Richard the Marine from his vantage point, of course, on the central coast of Oregon, 53 degrees, cloudy and no wind. Well, I think we're probably... In the same temperature zone, we are cloudy, but we're going to start getting a lot of rain here uh, as we move into, uh, into Monday. By the way, happy President's Day. To everybody out there, uh, some of you may have the day off today, um, and if you're if you're working, whatever you're doing this morning, we're glad to be right there with you because we're working too. <laughs> but we are going to recognize, of course, uh, President's Day. Uh, it used to be Lincoln's birthday, Washington's birthday, and then it got combined um, in uh, recent times into President's Day, uh, and so of course we do reflect on the contributions, especially. Of uh, two of our greatest presidents, um, no, no doubt about it. But you know who else has all kinds of accomplishments? Maybe, maybe it should just now be called Biden's birthday or something like that. Well, that's Mika Brzezinski over at MSNBC. We talked a little bit about it in the first hour, but evidently Joe Biden may be the most accomplished president of the modern era. Evidently, um, and he's wise. He's successful. And he's accomplished, according to Mika Brzezinski, uh, who I think, uh, you know, uh, honestly, you know, again, the the Democrat hallowed halls of power for the Democrat Party elite folks must absolutely be reverberating with the notion of the awesomeness, the greatness of Joe Biden. And evidently, you know, all this stuff about Biden being old, uh, you know, this has uh, this has nothing to do with anything and again, you know, it's age isn't the factor. You know, we mentioned that first hour. Age isn't the 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 factor. You have some people who are into their eighties, and yet they still can do a great job on things, or they're still very sharp and and you'd never uh, you'd, you'd never uh, think for one minute that they weren't capable. But Joe Biden has demonstrated so many uh, issues. That to simply try to, you know, pawn it off as, no, this is accomplishment. This is uh, age, or I should say it's wisdom. It's wisdom. And it's it's success, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my gosh. You know, again, I just think that is so absolutely desperate that uh, it's, it's not even not even funny. So we're going to talk about that, of course, as we head through the program this morning. Also, of course, uh, we've got, uh, well, it is Monday, and we can't change that, especially if you're, if you're working this President's Day. But evidently, uh, the WHO, World Health Organization director, is now warning of what they call Disease X. Uh, it's a pandemic uh, that they believe. It's not a matter of when, but if. Folks, you know, (laughs) you know, and and, and that's and that's just for a Monday. I'm telling you, that's just for a Monday. But uh, honestly, you know, the um, what we went through before with the pandemic, so many people are are um, just kind of, I think, kind of vowed to themselves. They're never going to kind of go through something like that the way that it was handled uh, ever again. Uh, But uh, I don't know if this is designed to scare us. But it certainly does seem to, uh, to fit the bill. Um, also on the program this morning, we do want to mention uh, here at the top of this hour, uh, we do want to mention the fact that two police officers and a firefighter uh, were killed in uh, Burnsville, Minnesota, we understand. And um, we took a little time at the beginning of, of the first hour last, uh, of last hour. And I just want to make sure we do the same thing here. Uh, For those people who are just joining us, our listeners who are just joining us, um, the, uh, again, two police officers and one firefighter who was responding as an EMT uh, to a call that said a family in danger uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice uh, when they lost their lives as a gunman opened fire on them. And we're going to be talking to Frank Salvato in hour number four this morning about, uh, about this. Frank is a former firefighter, and I know we'll have um, uh, a very interesting, unique, and and empathetic uh, perspective. Uh, again, when people go into harm's way, when people are called to uh, go and protect or go and save, they do so without reservation and without any kind of hesitation. And so our thoughts, our prayers, our condolences, our 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 wishes, everything goes with their uh, loved ones, their colleagues, people that knew them and loved them. And uh, we just want to once again reiterate that here on this program, we absolutely support them. We absolutely, uh, uh, you know, uh, just are in awe of what they do for us. And the fact that they've lost their lives in the line of duty just breaks our hearts. And we want to just make sure that we, That we mention that, that we say that, and we unequivocally send out our support uh, to those uh, that have been affected by this, their family, their loved ones, their colleagues. And to anybody listening, first responders, law enforcement, um, again, on this program, we salute you and uh, we are always praying for you. Stay right there, everybody. We're going to come right back. Got a lot more to talk about this morning. Kyle Warren with you.
18: Dot com.
12: Gcnfood.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Young at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com Teamgaday.com
14: February is heart month and every year Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay, join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928. 8822 or visit Extendivite.com That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com Extend
3: your life with extend-
22: continues
0: and i'll tell you this much uh, we have so much more to tell you about as uh, we continue through the program this morning 949 7959 hey thanks so much uh, to uh, uh to mark in clearwater thank you for your message i appreciate it uh thanks to ron who uh, called in earlier on uh, our number one letting us know that there was a technical issue afoot and uh, i understand it's all been uh, it's all been put right uh, for now, and thanks also to William and Denver uh, for letting us know as well. appreciate it very very much and that 's one of the wonderful things about our listener base everybody uh, yeah everybody kind of pulls together, especially when there 's any kind of issue, and they let us know what 's happening and uh, that in turn allows us to uh, make sure that it uh, gets put right just as quickly as possible so uh, that's that makes me feel really good about the uh, about the the radio community that we are building here on this show. And as I've said many times, this is the best job in the world, and uh, I have you to thank for that. And so, again, as we come together um, these six nights a week, basically, um, it's always my great pleasure Uh, to be with you here. And I love hearing from you. I love getting the direct messages. Uh, Sometimes we get direct messages over the weekend when people are hearing the program being played at a different time um, and on different stations and in different locales. Uh, So it just really, really, uh, it really makes me feel very, very good. So, again, it's the radio community that we're building. Let me tell you real briefly here, too, about a connection here to our own community And that is uh, in Burnsville, Minnesota, where we've been talking about where these two uh, brave police officers and the brave firefighter lost their lives in the line of duty. Burnsville, Minnesota, of course, is where uh, our own syndicator, GCN, uh, is uh, is based. And so this is a very, very uh, important um, uh, part of this story for us, obviously. And uh, so, again, our... Our hearts, our, our prayers, our thoughts, uh, everything that we that we are, uh, you know, we want to just send out uh, to our uh, to our colleagues and our friends and everybody who's been affected by this uh, in Burnsville, uh, because again, this is the kind of thing where you know each and every day, police officers, firefighters, EMTs, first responders, they get a call. They don't know what this call is really going to be about. Um, I know they it was uh, uh, somebody who's uh, putting a family in danger, I think is the is the, uh, uh, the, the the basics of what this call had come out for. but you, you never know what's gonna happen and uh, but yet they they climb on the truck or they hit the lights and sirens and they're off and uh, they're going to go do their do their job and do their duty. And again, as I was saying before, it, it absolutely overwhelms me, my friends what? Uh, what kind of bravery this is, you know, uh, to be able to do this kind of thing, uh, to be in the line of fire and to know that you're there to protect, you're there to try to save someone, you're there to, uh, you know, put out the fire or to help the injured uh, and get them, uh, get them to the hospital, get them better as fast as you can. the kind of bravery, the, the kind of commitment, um, again, just, just overwhelms me. And I know that it does for you as well, you know, and uh, our our friends in law enforcement, our friends in the fire service um, and first responders, you know, they always see us on on the worst day of our lives, basically, in some way, shape or form, whatever that is. And uh, but yet they uh, they keep coming back. And so we're going to again, we're going to be mentioning this each hour of the program this morning uh, for sure. Uh, because we want to make sure that we get this story out there. But, uh, uh, definitely there's a connection here to this, to this show and to, uh, the great folks at GCN and to our whole radio community this morning. So I just want to make sure that we, uh, we continue to let you know about that. Okay. So once again, uh, we've got a lot to talk about here on the program this morning. Uh, we did talk about Medvedev. We talked a little bit about Mika Brzezinski. Uh, but uh, now, of course, over the weekend, right, we had this $355 million uh, judgment against Donald Trump. And uh, he can't run his New York company for three years. His sons can't run it for two years. And Latissa James came out in full fashion to, to basically give a, what I thought was a campaign speech. And at this, at that time, my friends, I thought she's sitting there thinking... You know, I, I am. Uh, who's going to play me in the movie? You know, who's who's going to play me? What am I? You know, this is this is. Oh, this is so great! You know, people are really going to think that I've 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 just arrived here. This is amazing. Let's hear just a tiny little snippet of this, just to give you the idea of the tenor, and the mentality, and the attitude that's going on here. Let's let's listen in.
20: No matter how rich, powerful or politically connected you are, everyone must play by the same rules. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the marketplace. And for years, Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. Donald Trump falsely, knowingly, inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself, his family, and to cheat the system. Donald Trump may have authored... The art of the deal, but he perfected the art of the steel.
0: Okay, so that sounds like a professional prosecutor, uh, attorney general person, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, oh, that's exactly, you know, this this particular uh, attorney general, right? Um, she campaigned on the fact that she was going to get Donald Trump. She's just going to get him. And, and it's like, and again, back to the Soviet Union, show me the man, I'll show you the crime, it's it's exactly the same thing. It has now arrived here. Now this is what our country evidently is doing, or at least some in our country are trying to do. And you hear it heard it in her voice. Oh, you know, he might have he might have authored the art of the deal, but he perfected the art of the steal. Oh man, and boy, and she's all mad about that too, I guess. But you know, to me it doesn't this doesn't come off as Oh my gosh! I I think we all have to just completely reevaluate everything we've ever thought about Donald Trump and his business success. I mean, you know, this is finally it. I mean, they they've just shown that it's all totally totally a fraud. No, that's not it at all. In fact, <laughs> in fact, um, there are no losses from what I understand uh, in this, and you can't really have uh, damages for what. Who lost money? Who was harmed in this? And I'm not saying that to say, well, you kind of skirt the issue, and, you know, it's not really wink-wink, nobody was harmed, wink-wink-wink. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I'm going to stick with what Mr. Wonderful says. And we had a great quote on the weekend edition. Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary, of course, from Shark Tank fame, uh, had talked about this several weeks ago, saying, look, this case is built on something that, is standard procedure for all real estate developers talking to banks. Now, Leticia James, maybe, I don't know if she's listening, or or she could be, or this could be, you know, somehow told to her. But um, banks have what we call really smart individuals who go through and do what we call due diligence when it comes to trying to get loans or do business with the bank. I mean... Honestly, you know, uh, you know, there are people who try to defraud banks. I'm sure that there are. And the banks always, you know, figure that stuff out. The banks would not be doing business with the Trump organization if they thought that what they were being presented with was totally fraudulent and uh, they were going to be some party to it. Uh, on the contrary, uh, Ms. James, uh, I think that uh, these banks actually were very happy to do business with the Trump organization they did their due diligence and as mr wonderful had so rightly pointed out you go back and forth on what the valuation of assets are uh this is not a simple process it's incredibly complex and it takes a while in order to finally come to some agreement so that you can get that construction loan to say build another building and then pay it back but uh, as as he was saying You'd have to arrest all the real estate developers everywhere, basically. I'm just sort of paraphrasing what he said, because this is not uh, what they're trying to make this out to be, is not uh, this vast criminal conspiracy. You know, maybe, just maybe, if Letissa James could, you know, if she really wanted to sue somebody, maybe she should take a look and see what happened with, oh, I don't know, Burisma, Uh, How about uh, other? Who's the big guy, and he's gonna get his cut, and all this kind of stuff? I mean, if you want to look for, gee, I don't know, some kind of corrupt criminal enterprise, uh, then there might be, there might be places to go look for that kind of stuff, but. Uh Uh-oh, but they're not named Donald Trump. Yeah, that kind of, yeah, your campaign promise sort of narrowed it down there. All right, folks, stay right there. We are coming right back. Bottom of the hour break is upon us, and we have so much more to tell you about. Stay right there. We're coming back, I promise. I really, really, really do.
13: news update still struggling to find traction in polls ahead of the south carolina republican primary election nikki haley is pressing hard on the case against donald trump's electability in november she told fox news she does not believe that he can win
15: he said himself that he's going to be spending more time in a courtroom than he is going to be on the campaign trail
13: she also claimed Trump has compromised the Republican National Committee by appointing family members in top positions there. Joey Logano took pole position to start the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Many eyes on driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who aimed to defend his 2023 Daytona 500 crown. After finishing far back in one of the dual races last week, Stenhouse is racing from the middle of the pack to start this year. Driver Michael McDowell qualified in the second outside position on the track. The green and checkered flags waved Sunday from. Daytona Beach.
23: Whole family.
3: We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works
15: Association and your local water provider.
19: We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids, EPA, DHA, DHA, Insist on IFOS Omega 3 Fatty Acid Certification. Get the best at gcnteam.com or call
7: 877 878 4203.
1: You're listening
24: to Dope. One.
4: michelle fight for that white gold this one for them all right girls, them monday morning
0: and we are moving right along everybody
4: I'm Got with Saint Gotta kiss myself. So pretty.
0: absolutely all right so here we are folks kyle warren with you 949 7959 that's the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning you can also head over to kylewarrenshow. That's my home website, Kyle If you'd like to uh, send us a direct message this morning, we we'll always love to hear from you. And uh, so, yeah, but you know, just in the last segment there, we were hearing from Leticia James uh, regarding the uh, Donald Trump verdict, uh, the um, uh, the judgment, of course, and even people like Alan Dershowitz have chimed in chimed in on this. Saying, you know, there's no damages. How do you come up with the multiple of zero? Uh, you know, if there's no damages, because he, as he had explained, typically you um, uh, you have a multiple uh, of the whatever the losses were, uh, and those become then the punitive damages, uh, those the the monetary damages. And uh, he says, well, I don't know. How do you how do you time something by zero? I mean, if there's you know. If there's there's no damages, let's listen in to Jonathan Turley. He appeared on uh, on uh, Fox News Sunday with Shannon Bream, uh, and he had this to say, I believe, about what was happening uh, with this uh, particular decision. Shall we say? And this- he did, and the
5: opinion comes off a little too cathartic for the judge. I mean, the judge really lashes out at Trump, and you really see that in the ultimate conclusion. He just imposed damages the equal of the GNP of Micronesia, I mean, and various other countries. And the question is, what's the basis for that? You just imposed 350 million or more in damages, plus another 100 million that's going to come from interest, in a case where there was zero dollars lost by the banks where the banks said they wanted to do more business Mm -hmm. with the guy you just barred from doing business with them and the question of the excessiveness of that fine does raise a serious appellate issue not just for the new york court of appeals but also potentially for the supreme
0: court so here we go again and i i appreciate what jonathan turley's talking about you know it's not just the appeals issue uh for the next level up but eventually it will probably go to the supreme court And how many people out there can really sort of with a straight face say that this this uh, not just this verdict, as it were, but the judgment of the three hundred and fifty five million dollars that this seems to be in line. uh, Let's just say even if it was uh, uh, even if it was all for real, he's guilty of this and that and this kind of stuff. It just seems to be so far out of whack. And uh, I, I do believe ultimately it'll get reversed. It should, you know, if there's any any real common sense that seems left in the world. But uh, but how can people again also look at this with a st- and tell you with a straight face that this has nothing to do with politics? This has nothing to do with essentially, you know, just trying to completely, uh, you know, run down and disable a political opponent. You know and if Donald Trump wasn't you know crushing it with the uh, with the nomination you know on a march toward, towards the nomination, I don't even know that they'd be doing it to this level but he is and whether or not and again I mean that's a whole different story as well whether or not people want to vote for him to be the, the nominee or people want to vote for him in the general election that's really neither here nor there what's what's important here is that the Democrat Party elite, Certainly believe that Donald Trump is a huge uh, is a huge uh, 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 threat, and not a threat to our democracy because that's just what they say. That's 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 the talking point, the memorandum phraseology that is supposed to be used in order to craft a narrative. But really, what the threat is is the threat to the power base of the Democrat Party elite, and it's just that obvious. Now, if the judge had imposed a $10 million blah, blah, blah on this thing, maybe you couldn't make that, that argument as much. I think you still could. But honestly, this overkill tells us so much, tells us you know what we need to know in this. And I think what it would do, too, is it would convert perhaps somebody who has said to themselves, well, I really don't want to vote for Donald Trump again. Uh, And and whatever their reasoning would be, I don't like his face, I don't like mean tweets, I don't like uh, the way he talks, or whatever. It's hard for them to argue with the results from the Trump administration. So there are some personal factors, and I understand, and that's what some people have told me, essentially. But no matter what, no matter what you think of Donald Trump, the man, it seems to me that every single American would say to themselves, but this is so far out into the ether that uh, that it's just obvious that this is that this is a, 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 a essentially a political hit job. And if you can do it through a, a, what looks like this, you know, very official, you know, sort of channel, then all the better because they look at some of these polls. Well, if Donald Trump was convicted of something, I may not vote for him, according to some respondents. But this, my friends, doesn't even come close to approximating something like that, in my opinion. Because, again, and, you know, you got people that don't have, they're not for Trump. Okay, Jonathan Turley, I don't think is for Trump. Alan Dershowitz, I don't think is for Trump. But you've seen Dershowitz come to Trump's aid, Jonathan Turley, certainly rhetorically. And with, and see, because this, these two gentlemen, for example, They revere the Constitution and the law. And when the law is being pretty much bastardized here in order to do something that it was never designed to do in our society, in our free republic, they're going to point it out. Whether or not maybe they loathe Donald Trump, I don't know. But they're not politically necessarily with him. But the law is and should be above all those kinds of things. That's why Turley and Dershowitz especially, and there are others who have, I think, you know, said some very similar things, but in this particular case, Turley and Dershowitz both deserve a, a lot of credit because they are doing exactly what we're supposed to do in this country, and that is evaluate what's happening based on the law and the facts. And I, I really think that, I mean, it, whenever I hear these guys talk, I always f- figure there, there's hope, <laughs> you know, there's some kind of hope out there. And would you agree with everything with Dershowitz? No. Everything with Turley? No. But here's the thing. You could sit down and have a dinner with them and talk about things, and you could be friends, and I'll bet you anything that you could keep in touch and that you would be able to discuss things in a very, very, uh, uh, you know, sophisticated, civil manner. Uh, and and learn something probably at the same time, you know, both ways even. So I mean that that's the kind of that's the kind of discourse we're supposed to have. Letitia James, on the other hand, has only one objective, and that's where I think many people across the country are going to say to themselves, "Okay, this is this is way too far. This is a bridge too far. This doesn't make any sense. This is not for us." And you know let go all the way to supreme court supreme court i think will find would find the same kind of thing that there's nothing there's no there there right mr wonderful uh, kevin o'leary he's he's i don't think he's a a a, a mega republican by any stretch but yet at the same time he understands how business is done and he understands when a railroad is being built right over somebody's business that played by the rules Okay, so that's my my little thought about being railroaded there. Uh, But again, so this is why it's so important um, for this kind of thing to be out there. And they they're either they they think they're burying Trump. But what they're doing is they're creating the state of affairs by which people will say, okay, this again, this is way, way, way uh, too far. So. We shall see. All right, folks, you know, when we come back from the break, we've got another great song this morning, another great buy request. uh, Trucker Ron there in Denver, Uh, he's got another great request. We've got it queued up, lined up, and ready to go. We'll take another look at some of our national weather, and also we'll start talking with Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook and we'll be talking about uh, we, we had a great discussion on the weekend show, by the way, about this, about this judgment. But well, we're going to be talking to her about what's happening with Medvedev from uh, Russia, saying, how well, we're just nuke Washington if we don't get our way. Uh, also, uh, we'll be talking with her about what the FBI director has been talking about. Again, these uh, cyber attacks um, that, uh, that are now happening at what is being called an unprecedented scale. So we got that, plus much, much more as we're coming back from this next a short break, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you, of course. And don't forget, head over to kylewarrenshow.com if you want to send us a direct message. We love getting those. And we love being with you here on this Monday morning, bright and early. It is President's Day. We're coming right back. Stay right there. This song, Linda
7: Ronstadt,
0: with a great cover, of course, back in the USA, and I love the refrain, I'm so glad to be living in the USA. Well, that says it all right there, folks, doesn't it? And that's exactly... Uh, what we're talking about here on this program, glad to be with you, of course, Kyle Warren, with you, 949 uh, 822 that's the number to call, we're going to be opening up the telephone lines at the bottom of next hour, if you have a question or comment for our guest, Denise Simon, who we'll be talking with here in just a few minutes here in this uh, section of the uh, broadcast, but first, of course, We've got our song, our second song of the morning to play for you. And, again, it does come to us by request from Driver Ron there in the Denver area. And he suggests Florida Georgia Line. This is How We Roll featuring Luke Bryan. And I think this will keep us moving this morning here on this Monday morning, bright and early, President's Day Monday. And uh, so, yeah, thanks again. Thank you so much, Driver Ron. I love to say by request. So here we are, by request. Florida, Georgia,
4: mixtapes got a little hang, little drink, a little something bumping, thump, thumping on the wheel, right? The mix in our drinks a little stronger than you think. So get a grip, take a sip of that. Trucks jacked up, flatbills slip back. Yeah, you can find us where the party's at. This is how we move. high hop on them 37 needles With no chin in my mosquito How fresh my baby is in a shotgun seat-o these kisses off of me though Automatic like a free throw This life I live it might not be for you But it's for me the-
0: to georgia line this is how we roll featuring luke bryan by the way and uh, thanks again to driver ron i appreciate that so much and he actually writes in and he says uh, uh his other request would be this is how we roll this is a proposal for your radio show <laughs> i appreciate that that's right well we do roll in a certain way uh, here in the overnight hours, the wee hours of the morning. I actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I recall seeing Florida Georgia Line. They were actually at a, a television taping I was at once. And uh, so I, I have seen them uh, uh, in person. So uh, th- they were, of course, uh, uh, came on the scene, were a huge hit, by the way. Uh, but uh, that's a great song. This is How We Roll. And thanks again to Driver Ron. Really appreciate it, folks. If you've got a great request, and if this, of course, is for Country Music Monday today, but if you have a great request for um, uh, any other day of the week as well, uh, great song that you'd like to hear, uh, we're open. Uh, for that here on the program and we sure again appreciate driver ron Uh, and be careful out there by the way because last we heard from him over the weekend it was uh, starting to snow again pretty good in the mornings when he's out there uh, uh, doing his uh, doing his thing so Be careful, driver run, and we want you to get there in one piece, no doubt about that. All right, folks, so last hour we took a look at some of what the National Weather Service was telling us about. Let's take a look at some of the precipitation here, and we'll be talking with Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com here in just a few moments. Uh, We've got all kinds of precipitation all over uh, Northern California, Central California, starting to make its way into the Los Angeles area at this hour uh, but if you're in Redding, if you're in Sacramento, San Francisco, you're coming down Interstate um, uh, 5, uh, down towards Bakersfield, California 99th of the Central Valley. If you're in Reno, uh, just across the border there, uh, you've got all kinds of rain, so definitely be aware of that. Be very careful. Uh, looks like our friends in Portland, you've got some rain starting to sneak in towards you. You've got some rain mixed with snow to the east of you in Portland uh, this morning. Uh, So that's what's happening there. Uh, We're also seeing some precipitation for our friends in Florida this morning, just a little south of Jacksonville, Gainesville, Florida. You've got rain right now. Uh, And especially uh, if you're in the Deltona area, Leesburg, it looks like you've got rain. Um, And uh, also a little rain just south for our friends in Tampa. Uh, Looks like it could be coming your way right there. Uh, It's kind of uh, coming across... uh, uh, the area there and uh, could be in Tampa proper here before too long. So uh, that's uh, what we're looking at on the uh, radar map this morning, everybody. So, and of course, here in Southern California, we are awaiting. We are awaiting the atmospheric river, which which I, I don't want to do. <laughs> I don't want another atmospheric river, uh, but I have the feeling that we have no choice. So uh we just you know, you gotta make sure your gutters are clear and all this kind of stuff, but but uh, for some areas it can be very, very challenging indeed, especially on the heels of the other atmospheric rivers that have come through pretty much back to back. Uh many days ago now, uh but still the ground can only hold so much and uh, hopefully we'll just see this kind of pass through uh but folks so once again thanks for listening this morning it's time to go over now and talk with denise simon from founderscode.com and the denise simon experience on facebook good morning denise hey good morning all right happy president's day uh to you and uh you know we got a lot of our friends out there working this morning so we're working right alongside them and uh you know, when we talked on the weekend, we were talking a lot about this uh, uh, this uh, uh, Donald Trump judgment, which we'll cover more here, of course, on the radio this morning. But uh, what did you think here in the time we have before we go to the top of the hour? What did you think about Dmitry Medvedev saying that Russia would nuke Washington, D.C. if they don't get everything they want in Ukraine? It's just too fantastical, don't you think?
20: Yeah, we keep hearing these threats. And interestingly enough, um, you know, Putin's nuclear weapons, by the way, are Cold War era. And given the way that, um, you know, Russia has been fighting or not fighting uh, and supporting their troops um, that, you know, are are fighting in uh, Ukraine... And the fact that he's had to literally hire men and steal men from other countries. Um, You know, they have equipment that break down. So I'm not sure that his delivery systems, much less his nuclear weapons, are really up to par, maintained, you know, upgraded.
0: Well, again, I've. I've is so a lot of this is uh for perhaps local consumption to make the Russian people so. feel like yeah. hey, we are strong and you know because that's a I mean just even going back to McNamara in the 60s uh, with mutually assured destruction I mean uh, what are they thinking? I mean we still have submarines uh and things like that that you know they they, they can't uh, uh they can't quote win the war like that. Well.
20: The other, I I think there needs to be actually another tactic, too, and that is um, at this point we probably ought to be shaming um, Beijing and President Xi, you know, saying, you partner with this maniac. Is this really where you want to be? You know, so we can, you know, it's kind of like the Praetorian Guard here. You know, shame on all things Chinese Communist Party in China for hooking up to somebody who is just, you know, so radically... You know, misguided and whatnot. This, this is this really what you want?
0: Well, indeed. I, you know, Putin's got a stranglehold, and and that's never more clear than what uh, than what happened, of course, uh, to uh, to Navalny, right, over the weekend. And when we come back from the break, I want to ask you about that because you've had a lot of people detained. Uh, evidently, who were uh, uh, trying to pay their respects or, or mourn his his death, quote-unquote, that happened, right? So, but uh, yes. we'll, we're going to come right back after the top of the hour, everybody. More with Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. It is Monday. It is President's Day. We're live, and uh, we're going to continue on through the wee hours of the morning, the overnights. I'll run with you. Don't go anywhere. For the hour news is next. Hour number two. Now in the books.
16: Are you.
1: You're listening to Kyle Warren.
0: So in the vaunted Democrat halls of power of the Democrat party elite, as we've been saying this morning, I I think they think things aren't all going that well. Especially if we've got Mika Brzezinski trying to rehabilitate Joe Biden. And uh, telling us that he's maybe one of the, the most accomplished presidents of the modern era. That he's wise. That he's successful. <laughs> that is, all these things. I I guess we're just supposed to say to ourselves, yeah, it's just... Uh, you know, this, this kind of stuff that's been said about Joe Biden, uh, you know, there's, a, it's all a perfectly good explanation for that, I guess. Uh, and he's wise and accomplished. Folks, are you buying that? All right. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, we're into hour number three already. Boy, this uh, hour, this uh, morning is flying by. This Monday morning, this President's Day, we're glad to be with you, of course. Don't forget, you can head over to my home website of Warrenshow.com. That's com. if you'd like to send us a direct message. We'll open up the telephone lines at the bottom of the hour. Uh, If you have any questions or comments for our guest, Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook, and that telephone number is 949-822-7959. And we want to go ahead and bring in uh, Denise Simon here this morning. Good morning again, Denise. Good morning. Well, Denise, before we get started this morning, uh, we've been uh, reporting a story in each hour of the broadcast this morning, and that is the terrible, tragic events in burnsville minnesota uh that happened on sunday two police officers and a firefighter were killed responding to a call and uh it's just really really hit very very hard um and um in fact um, our syndicated, uh, Genesis Communications Network, GCN, is located in Burnsville. So this hits very, very close to home for this program, for our, our radio community, and for our friends at GCN as well. Um, and our hearts and our prayers, our thoughts and our, our wishes, uh, everything just, uh, goes out to anybody who's uh, been affected by this, their colleagues, the people that love them. And, uh, this is just a terrible tragedy. But you have people, Denise, that uh, will answer those calls. They 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 roll on no matter what happens. And uh, these uh, three individuals ended up paying the ultimate sacrifice on Sunday, unfortunately.
20: Couple of things. Um, I'm not sure that this wasn't some kind of an ambush, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. But mm-hmm. um, beyond that, um, if you start at the beginning when it's a domestic situation, those are the worst. Most fearful and dangerous police calls um that there are um because people are out of control, so we may have one or two things, if maybe if not both um that happened there, but it's awful um and interestingly enough, uh where's the governor <laughs> um, and where's the White House, you know, right right i haven't seen anything from me either personally
0: exactly right and but again this uh, this terrible tragedy and and um, our our hearts are just broken uh, by this isn't it yes and, uh, and and i was saying to the listeners earlier denise i just this um it, the the bravery that that these individuals have it just overwhelms me uh, i just uh, you know we're so thankful that we have people like that right in our world that will that will respond to those calls. And, uh, again, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me.
20: It is. And we have them in uniform, and there are some that are not in uniform, as we saw in Kansas City, um, with, you know, regular civilians that were tackling the shooters. So, um, yeah. Yep,
0: exactly. It just, it's... Again, uh, but uh, we're going to be mentioning, and of course, as we go throughout the program this morning, as we we get new listeners, and uh, we just want to just say that our hearts just go out absolutely. You know, um, one of the things too that's been happening, we've been following what uh, Medvedev was saying in Russia about a possible nuclear strike, which again we 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 take seriously, but we understand too that a lot of that is is uh, you know, they're tough talk, I guess. But what happened with with uh, Navalny? Uh, you know, being killed, basically, um, apparently at the behest of, of Vladimir Putin. But other a lot of people, some 300 people were detained in Russia. At
20: least. Yeah, I mean, at I've least. seen numbers way beyond that. Yes.
0: Yeah. So this is so what can you tell us about that? I mean, this is this is part and parcel of the kind of regime that that Putin is uh, is overseeing.
20: Well, another reason that um, we should be shaming China for having any kind of a relationship or partnership with Russia. Um, but beyond that, his his wife shows up at the, um, IK3 prison, the penal colony, um, in CARF, uh, to claim his body, and, um, (laughs) they won't let him in, and she came with a lawyer, by the way, um, threw the lawyer out, they would not even answer her question if the body was there, but it's also being reported too by, um. An interesting interesting um, person out of uh, Russia that has seen where there was an actual convoy leaving um, that prison, um, it included a van. And um, so we have a feeling that his body isn't even there.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah. Go ahead.
20: It's it's worse because um, they're <laughs> they won't even let the, you know, let her have her her dead husband back.
0: Well, and this, of course, is nothing new per se for Vladimir Putin, who just, you know, crushes his any opposition uh, that is that is ever sort of presents itself. And I think yeah. you're right. I mean, it, it's it's that it's about China. Uh, and it's about really anybody who would be some kind of apologist, uh, you know, for for what's going on there. Uh, it's just uh, again very, very, uh, very mind-boggling. Well, I'll tell you what, Denise, stay right there because we're going to get ready to come up to our first break here in hour number three. We're going to come right back in just a couple of minutes, everybody, and then we've got we've got more with Denise Simon, foundersco dot com, and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. Head over to kylewarrenshow.com if you want to send us a direct message during these segments as well. Love to hear from you. Stay right there. We've got a lot more on this President's Day edition of the show. Listening to Kyle Warren. All right, the Monday edition, everybody, continues. And, uh, yeah, I think we're starting to, uh, we're starting to head out at warp speed here this morning on this Monday morning. It is President's Day, and, uh, we have a lot more to tell you about, a lot more to talk about. Head over to com If you want to send us a direct message this morning, simply click on send Kyle a direct message, and you're off and running from there. Well, speaking of being off and running, we've got Denise Simon, founderscode.com, and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. And, uh, folks, don't forget, head over to founderscode.com. Dot .com at your next available opportunity and check out all the great articles and materials that uh, Denise has over there. Good morning again Denise. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it is Monday and you know by the way it is President's Day and uh just out of curiosity did you happen to see what Mika Brzezinski said about Joe Biden that he might be the most um accomplished president uh <laughs> in the history of the universe, or something like that. Uh, but that he's wise, uh, that he's he knows what he's doing, and and all this about him being, quote, old is is a big farce, or something like that.
20: Well, there's, they're adding an expanded definition of the word delusional.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, age is not the only... I mean, age in and of itself is not the factor. We've got Iron Mike who calls the program, he's like 84 years old and he's so much, you know, he's, he's sharp as a tack and, and, you know, I've met him before. This, the agent in and of itself is not the main thing, but All Biden, right, yeah, but Biden, he demonstrates these huge problems. And that to me doesn't mean that he's successful and accomplished.
20: There's a word that I think that we probably ought to describe, um, you know, the democrat party, the, the leftists, the Marxists that include, by the way, the media and that word is imperialism. I think we're,
7: mm-hmm. yeah.
20: you know, we, we use words like tyranny and, you know, hegemony and so forth, but I think imperialism is, uh, something that uh, we ought to start applying here and, um, don't think that <laughs> Brzezinski <laughs> isn't part of it. And, joy Reid and the five and washington post and the new york times and you know the government agencies and then the contractors and so forth so yeah
0: well you know but this this going on about how wonderful biden is to me is more akin to like describing if you're in north korea or something it's like our our fearless leader went out today and played golf and got a hole in one on the first try you know it's that kind of ridiculousness
20: yeah and so you know if you've got dissenters what happens to them well they're punished in some way some get jailed uh some are arrested you know and or or sued or you know whatever and then other law isn't applied equally and without fear of favor and um as we have seen in the case of trump and um, you know now you've got truckers that are threatening starting today uh to not even make any deliveries into New York because of um the court's decision on on this penalty of three hundred and fifty million dollars on trump so right you yeah. know uh, you know Americans are trying to speak back here we're 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 trying to push back on all these things but you know, you have to be awfully careful and and don't think that, you know, things can't go sideways. I mean, look what happened to the truckers in Canada. Remember that one?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, when, when you talk about this judgment, this, you know, the $355 million, and that's earning interest, you know, or, or interest is compounding as we speak, basically, mm-hmm. um, do you think that, they're, you know, some odd way that they know that the, the Supreme Court, for example, will likely overturn this kind of thing because the appellate
20: so court will probably overturn it because mm-hmm. they had already kind of weighed in in some form or fashion. I don't know how that happened, but um, they stood actually on the side of, of Trump. But um, I don't think it'll I think that his first best hope is the appellate court.
0: Well, but even so, no matter what court overturns it, They'll turn around and use that as a you see, the system is corrupt or this, that Mm -hmm. and the other thing. And and in other words, I think they just they want to gin up so much animosity and so much anger, you know, that uh, that, uh, you know, they're they're happy to pull off these ridiculous judgments that make no sense to anybody. Even people who aren't, quote, Trump supporters see this for what it is. And, you know,
20: that's where anger comes in. And now when, you know, when people go to the polls to vote, (laughs) it really kind of changes up the motivation of their vote now. Some of them are voting out of just anger um, instead of voting for necessarily what may be good for the country. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we're an angry nation and anger... Causes division, and I just don't think it's it's it can be healed. Um, Maybe state by state, but not as a nation.
0: Well, I th- I think you're right. I, I think we seem to be going so far afield. Um, yes. But uh, but definitely, you know, we have got this happening. You've got, and we talked a little bit about this on the weekend edition as well. But you know, uh, Leticia James went out and made her speech. And I, I kind of think she was thinking in the back of her mind as she was dramatically giving this speech, you know, thinking who's going to play me in the movie? You know, who's who's going to, you know, we're we're really uh, you know, I, I've arrived at this point here. Uh, it it just to, to me, there's so much political theater going on that it's just masquerading as some kind of legal proceeding.
20: Um, kind of not to necessarily go back to all things Putin, um, uh, but there was an oil company after the Soviet Union broke up, there was an oil company called Yukos and Yukos, um, was a massive, um, oil company. Well, the president of uh Yukos the owner of Yukos um ended up in prison over uh his name is uh Mikhail Khodorkovsky go go look up his history if for nothing else go go watch the video on YouTube several of them um and what uh, the regime did Uh, to this man and to his company. And that's precisely what's happening here. And I think we ought to start, you know, making some of these comparisons. I mean, it's, I used the word a minute ago of imperialism, and that's what we have. So, um, yeah.
0: Well, and also, too, nobody in their right mind would ever want to run for president. You know, knowing that this is, it, and, and, I, and I'm not even talking about the microscope that people use when you run for president, because there is a microscope. But this is this is beyond that. This is, you know, you know, making up slides to put in the microscope, basically. Uh, and and who would ever decide, hey, I'm going to lose my fortune. My family name will be ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it, it
20: happens. It happens all the time here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it isn't
20: just by the Department of Justice. You've got other government agencies, especially the EPA, what the EPA does to landowners, you know, telling them that you got to pay for this and you got to do that and you can't do this and you can't do that, you know, all in the preservation of water when there isn't even water on the property. So, I mean, well, and, you know,
0: yeah, well, and, and the one thing about Donald Trump is that at least at this point, he seems like the only person who has been able to weather this kind of thing, because any standard-issue politician or business... Would have out. That's right. They, they, they would have just been destroyed long ago. we never hear from them again. Uh, but uh, Donald Trump seems to be... He keeps coming back for more. I mean, no, no matter what people might think of Donald Trump the man, he seems to be so resilient in this, and he doesn't need this aggravation, even at his age. Obviously, he doesn't need this aggravation.
20: Well, yeah. I don't know if you saw that his gold tennis shoes, you know, he he showed up at Sneaker Con in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he, he walked up on stage with these gold high tops with T in the American flag on them. And those tennis shoes were 400 bucks, three hundred ninety nine dollars. Well, they sold out in like an hour.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
20: So it's kind of like in your face. I hope they weren't made in New York.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. Well, but the thing is, again, his popularity continues. And no matter what the Democrat Party elite try to do, they seem to have the opposite effect. I I don't know if they're ever going to learn that lesson at some point, but they seem to be driving him right up to the White House (laughs) at this point. You know, but uh, I'll tell you what, stay stay right there. Hold that thought real quick, Denise. We're going to hit a break. When we come back, everybody, more with Denise Simon, founderscode.com, and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. We'll open up the telephone lines 949 822 7959. That's the number. We're coming right back. Kyle Warren with you. Cruising through this Monday morning President's Day edition. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. As we continue racing through and rocketing through this Monday edition of the broadcast, we're back for another great week of broadcasting, of course, and we hope that you had a great weekend. But uh, we are here. We are live. And uh, we're glad that you are there. And uh, somebody else we're glad who's there. That, uh, of course, none other than Denise Simon, founderscode.com. Good morning again, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Well, uh, we've been talking about a lot of different stuff. Uh, one of the things I, I really made a note to ask you about this morning was we got the FBI director again saying the cyber attacks from China coming our way here in the U.S. against our infrastructure are now at what's being called an unprecedented scale. Uh, we've heard about this again recently, but I think he uh, reiterated it over the weekend.
20: I think it's a call, It, you know, for I think the man's desperate. I think he's 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 really trying very hard to say, hey, you know, world, we need some help here. <laughs> Biden administration, Department of Justice, um, you know, like Christopher Ray or not. I think that, you know, he's he's uh, he's seeing some big trouble out there because he said this is several times. Just in the last two months, and you know, the question is, who's listening? Um, and you know, I, I think he's in somewhat of a, I think the top floor of the of the bureaus in somewhat of a panic here, and should be. Um, and so, you know, I would say the the one agency that we have that seems to be somewhat silent on all of this, uh, for whatever reasons, the NSA. You know they have some extraordinary abilities, um, as does the CIA. And what are they doing? Um, it, and to what cost? I mean, do I mean when when Christopher Ray last testified, you know they talked about the transportation system. They talked about tainting the water systems. They talked about the power grid. Um, they talked about traffic. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? um and this is really you know a situation here where not only is it china but it's also iran um i mean we're we're in a very bad place and the bureau is working with uh utility companies infrastructure companies um corporations and saying you know you, you need to be on top of this and these are the things we need you to be on top of um, but you know, it, so it can trickle down to the employees, uh, on what they click on and what they don't click on. Um,
0: that's right. It, it, it's there's a bad, a,
20: it's a bad place.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of things that, that, uh, people get in their emails every day. It gets a lot more sophisticated looking like it is coming from your service provider or it's coming from Microsoft. Or it's coming. You know, it looks legitimate. Or yeah.
20: LinkedIn or PayPal. I get these weird kind of, and I haven't used PayPal in probably fifteen years, and and won't. And yet, I still to this day get these. You've been sent this invoice and blah 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 blah. You know, I just sort you know for oh, eight hundred and ninety one dollars yeah. or something. It's just, you know, don't click on them.
0: Well, precisely. Yeah, if if somebody's sending you a bill for something, you you got to check it out or if it, again, it's just things that look suspicious but but a lot of times people will click on something just as a matter of course. Okay, what is this? You know, and they'll click on it. Exactly. Um and those are ways that that they find their way into somebody's organization through somebody's um uh you know, email or something like that and uh, they're connected in, they've got uh, whatever they need, and they're off and running. Well, I'll tell you what, let's head over to the telephone lines. We've got Mary in St. Pete. She's got a question for you this morning. Good morning, Mary. You're on with Denise Simon.
24: Hi, good morning. I did have a question. Uh, I'm reading the book of the uh, real Anthony Fauci uh, by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I'm amazed that I don't hear about any more about COVID and the international community or the global community uh, against uh, what happened Mm -hmm. with COVID. Mm -hmm. And I don't see how you can advance forward with any agenda, whatever it is, without kind of resolving and looking into that in, say, an international court of justice or uh, on people on trials. Because there was a lot of money made on that, mm-hmm. and a lot of lives uh, lost on lost. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you hear about that from any source at all? Thank you.
0: Good, good, good call. Thanks, Mary. What do you think, Denise?
20: Not like we should. Um, and and <laughs> that's the pathetic thing. Now you got the World Health Organization, you know, doing this next warning on what is it? Um,
0: Disease X.
20: X. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And so where's the White House on this one? You know, Um, you know, where's the CDC, the National Institute of Health? Uh, You know, (laughs) we're we're just not being protected here.
0: Um, Well, and that's right. And just real quick, going back to what you were talking about with uh, with Russia uh, vis-a-vis China, why does China ally with with uh, with Putin? Well, maybe because they see that they can start keep uh, they can, can continue attacking us, you know, with the cyber uh, attacks, with basically with impunity. I mean, why not go with Putin on this all this stuff? Because they think they're on the right side here at that point.
20: Well, <laughs> you know, it it it's a double edged sword. You know if if you know, I hear we're not the world's police, so let's pull our troops out and bring them home. Pull our troops out from where and bring them home. You want to pull them out of Syria? You want to pull them out of Sudan? You want to pull them out of Iraq? You want to pull them out? Okay. Well, who comes in and steps over? Um, in in, in replaces the United States? People like China? Well, that they are doing that. People mm-hmm. like the Wagner Group? You know, is anybody you know? Do we tend to forget what China did with the balloon? Oh, wait a minute. You know, China just took over the Russian, the former Russian base in Cuba. Um, you know, for espionage. In the United States, are we doing anything about it? You know, I mean, that's yeah, zero, like, zero. zero. Yeah. So again, who who would really want to be president? Who's got the guts to <laughs> you know take some of these actions? And and what's on the list? You know, I'm not hearing, you know, from Nikki Haley on what's on this list. From time to time, you know, when I catch Trump speaking, at least he's trying to address some of these things. But,
7: mm-hmm.
20: you know, I don't hear Biden doing it. Hello, um, Brzezinski.
0: <laughs> no kidding. Neil in Henderson, Nevada, giving us a call this morning. Good morning, Neil. Good to talk with you. You're on with Denise. Good to talk to you, uh Denise,
10: good morning. Um, good morning. Um, so much to talk. So much to talk about. Denise, uh-huh. um, probably going to disagree on this. I, I want to piggyback uh, on comments I made previously about Ukraine. And I just want to roll this up by saying the corruption in Ukraine runs deep. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a General Taylor that was the ambassador there. This is, goes to Barisma.
7: Mm-hmm. I
10: mean, Biden being on the payroll. It run, there was also a State Department employee there. She was a woman. And when Mm -hmm. Trump became president, they did some research on her tenure in the State Department. She served, like, over 30 years in Mm -hmm. Ukraine. She had to be so corrupt, and she was very offended when they told her, you're done, okay? Yep. We're not going to take your pension, but you're done. I can't recall her last name. Um, The point I wanted to get to, a couple of key points I wanted to make. Um, There's a lot of talk now about Navalny Mm -hmm. and— the suggestion is, yeah, Putin's responsible for his death. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we know that for sure? Yes. I mean, okay, a lot. Okay, you could say, all right, it's logical. But the point is, we have no law enforcement authority in Ukraine or Russia. Correct. Okay. Correct. I mean, that's Russian sovereignty. Um, we have no law enforcement authority or jurisdiction. OK, we have no right to interfere with Russian sovereignty. In my opinion, I just want to preload this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think during the Obama administration, John Kerry gave Iran not 10 million, 10 Maybe. billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Billions. We've given. So we've given Zelensky not with an M, but a B, 150
20: billion but we, wants another,
7: but we haven't.
20: But we haven't. haven't. Yeah. 90% of that money has stayed here in the United States. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, that's
10: good news. That's good news. But Zelensky wants another 60 to 65, not M, 65B. Right. With a cap a billion. Okay?
0: Well, I'll tell you what, well, Neil, I'll tell you what, we're going to just have to leave it there, but maybe call back tomorrow and we'll definitely continue. I understand his point. Yeah, I mean, thanks, I get Neil, it. We appreciate the call. All right.
20: And, I, and, much, and I'll say this real fast mm-hmm. um, before we go. Uh, remember the big brouhaha over the murder of Jamel Khashoggi. Right. So we're, we're in the
0: same place. Indeed. Denise Simon, FoundersCode.com, the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. All right, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And thanks to Neil and Henderson. Great to hear from you. Folks, stay right there. We are coming right back with Chris Markowski.
7: To Kyle Warren. All
0: right, Monday edition continues, everybody. President's Day edition, by the way. We have so much more to tell you about, so much more to talk about as uh, we continue. Kyle Warren with you, of course, and uh, we're going to be uh, talking here with Chris Markowski. He is the Watchdog on Wall Street. Watchdogonwallstreet.com is the website. You can find out more about Chris, uh, his great podcast, and, of course, about his radio program as well. And you can hear him right here on AM860, The Answer, at 5 a.m. Eastern times on Saturday mornings, also at 5 p.m. Eastern times on Sunday afternoons. So without further ado, let's head over to the telephone line, and we'll pick up Chris Markowski. Good morning, Chris. Morning. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Uh, There's a lot to talk about, obviously. Um, One of the things that um, that caught my eye earlier today, Chris, um, was the idea that um, it looks like um, uh, there's they're, they're trying to sort of tamp down any issues that the U.S. dollar will remain the world's reserve currency or that some would try to move away from that. I think Egypt, I, as far as I understand, they're taking tr- at least trying to take some steps to be able to do something like this. But is this really something that could be in the offing um, on a, on a large scale, where the U.S. dollar is no longer the reserve currency?
9: I mean, I mean there's a chance for for everything. I mean, I you know, I, you know, I could be playing center field for the Yankees this year, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> It's just, you know, a lot of countries are saying and well, most certain transactions have moved away. Um, you know, certain countries are, are um, saying they're going to, you know, uh, do things in uh, uh, whether it be in or, or something else. that That's happened before. And again, a lot of this is self-inflicted based upon, uh, quite frankly, uh, our, uh, some of the things that we've done in regards to sanctioning Russia and using central banks. They You know, a lot of people, that makes people worried as well. However, I I just don't see it happening. Um, Take a look at these global economies and how they're doing and how they're run. Um, I think people be, uh, you know, it'd be very, very difficult and also, you know, almost dangerous for certain countries to do so just uh, based upon the volatility.
0: Well, I think one of the, it kind of goes like this, right? The idea that suddenly Saudi Arabia is no longer going to accept dollars. They're only going to accept euros or, you know, that kind of thing. You know, I I appreciate your analogy very, very much. It it seems like sometimes those kinds of stories are there to be more sensationalistic, but the practical application thereof would be such a Herculean task. Um, I don't know why Saudi Arabia would do such a thing. Well,
9: I mean, this was this was the, the idea that everybody was saying when they put the Euro together was that, you know, that there was going to become this, you know, the you know, other alternative uh, to the dollar when it came to transactions around the globe. And you're talking about a, um, a block that is uh, got a, you know, larger population in the United States. And when taken as a whole, it's got a larger uh, GDP as well. Um, but it hasn't done that at all. I mean, it's another currency that's out there it's a stable currency, but, um, there has never been that switch.
0: Well, also, you know, when we look at international investment and so forth, uh, Bloomberg was reporting that the foreign direct investment in China seems to have gone down to a 30-year low. Is that because of so many of the property crises and these kinds of things that we're seeing happening in China right now?
9: Well, that's a, it's a part of it. I mean, but it's also risk. Um, you, you don't know what the, the country is going to do and. There's, you know, we've heard stories and the things happening with the uh, crackdown on, on foreign uh, uh, workers that are in the country. And there's um, some fear there and there's alternatives elsewhere. Um, we're doing more trade with Mexico now than we are China. Um, that, that's a major shift in a short period of time. There's other alternatives around Asia where, where companies are uh, starting to diversify. Plus, you know, long term, you take a look at the demographics in China uh, I mean, you, they got a population, I think, about 1.4 billion. Um, you know, that, that's going to come down uh, by the end of this century, they say, to uh, a little over 500 million. I mean, that's a major drop
7: mm-hmm.
9: uh, when it comes to populations, a major change that's going to be taking place. Um, and the, the, the Chinese, they don't even know how to go about dealing with it at this point in time. They're trying to encourage people to have more kids, and no one's listening. Nobody wants to do it.
0: Well, and of course, at the same time, you know, they're also uh, stepping up their own sort of cyber attacks into our infrastructure and so forth. So, unfortunately, it's kind of a, a double edged sword or at least a mixed bag when it comes to, to dealing with China overall.
9: Well, that's, that's I mean, nothing new. Uh, I mean, that's a back and forth. And, I'm, you know, every, everything that they're doing, us, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure we're doing as well. And they know that. I mean, I remember when, you know, the, the early stages of the bush administration uh w bush when we had that issue with china where there was the um, airplanes that hit one another it was one of our AWACS planes and their fighter jet and they had our, our our uh spy plane that we kind of took apart as it was coming down at one of their islands it was a bit of a back you know uh, uh an issue between us and china at that point in time my uh website i mean it was two that early parts of 2001 um, was hacked uh, and you know had all sorts of Chinese characters on it. Was happening to a lot of people back then. So uh, again, this is this is nothing new. Um, it's a back and forth, and uh, you know, like I said, anything that they're doing to us, we, I'm sure we can turn around and we'll do it back to them. There's a mutually assured destruction when it comes to cyber warfare. Also,
0: well, indeed, that's a really good point, and you know, something we love to talk about you and i of course is the electric vehicles and where where all that's going well it turns out the biden administration now uh is expected to relax the uh, the mandates or the rules that they want to have it to switch the country to electric vehicles in other words they manufacturers may not have to have such a large percentage of their fleet be electric by 2030 Do you think they're seeing the writing on the wall or is this, they're trying to back off for political purposes here? Or what do you think?
9: Well, a lot of these things were completely ridiculous. It was mission impossible. Um, So I'm sure that, uh, you know, some of the people within the administration also that the automakers like, listen, this is not going to happen. I mean, we we, we can't go and, you know, put a gun to people's heads and force them to buy cars or we can't continue to take losses on cars. Um, You know, I, i explained i said you know my uh friend went in to get a ford bronco um ended up leaving with a uh, an electric mustang because the you know in essence they made him an offer he couldn't refuse i mean it was uh, it was such a good deal on that car he's like they're losing money on this thing there's no way it was on a lease too it's you know the the the, 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 the mock uh, uh mustang there was actually way more expensive yet the lease was a hell of a lot less than it was on the Bronco. How does that make any sense in a car that's going to depreciate more on top of that? So, you know, they, they have are trying to get these things out the door, and it's costing them money.
0: Indeed. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if it's a lease, at least you can turn it back in. You don't have to worry about the residual value, you know, <laughs> and try to sell it yourself at some well, point. That's,
9: that's The problem with the EVs is because the resale is not great on these things. And, you know, people are concerned about going out. I mean, that was one of the problems why, you know, Hertz is, you know came to the realization while well, they're getting rid of a lot of these electric cars that, you know, they've got to be able to move them.
0: Well, exactly. But I guess the Biden administration was trying to strike a chord that we're being more progressive, uh, we're in tune with the future, that kind of thing. But even so, I mean, let's just say half the people got an electric car tomorrow. There's no place to charge them.
9: Well, yeah, unless, again, unless your society lives, most people have homes. Um, you know, they always point to, like, Scandinavia and some of these countries up there. Um, they're they're different than we are in regards to how these, these certain countries are structured and put together. You know, again, like I said, Scandinavia is a hell of a lot different than, let's say, you go to cities like... Uh, Rome or Florence, Italy, uh, you know, how, how are they going to go to electric cars there? You know, you talk about these ancient cities and and, and the, the type of power lines and chargers that they would have to put up. Not only would it make the, those cities quite ugly. I mean, can you imagine going to Florence or Rome and there's an electric charger every uh, 10 feet along the sides of these roads to uh, charge up the tiny little cars that they have there? It's silly. It would look awful. <laughs> um, but, you know, certain places where everybody's got a house and you can charge your car every single day, that's fine. But, you know, how do you do that in an urban area where you're an apartment building? You know, where you get, where, where people have cars, where are you going to put all the charges? It's crazy.
0: Well, it, indeed, it, it really, really is. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, our time's starting to come to a close. It always goes by so very, very quickly. Uh, I just I can't explain it, but, uh, but I appreciate everything this morning. And uh, we're going to talk to you again tomorrow morning, sir. Have yourself a great rest of the Monday
9: you got to have a good
0: one. You too. Take care. Chris Markowski. everybody. Watchdog on wallstreet.com is the website. You can check them out. Also, right here on AM 860, The Answer, 5 a.m. Eastern times on Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern times on Sunday. And, folks, we're going to come right back. We're climbing up to the top of the hour. We're going to come back with Frank Salvato, hour number three, now is in the books. Not if, says the World Health Organization, that we'll have a disease X pandemic. We can't make this up, folks. At the same time, Dmitry Medvedev in Russia is saying they'd launch nukes at Washington, D.C. if they don't get their way in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, folks, I got to tell you, for a Monday, it's not a great way to start, but uh, we're going to do our best. That is for sure. Meanwhile, Mika Brzezinski over at MSNBC is saying that Biden is wise. He is successful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's in the water over there, but uh, folks, your guess is as good as mine. Welcome to the program, of course. Kyle Warren with you. It is the Monday edition on this President's Day edition uh, of the program. Glad to be with you, of course. 949 822 7959. We'll open up the uh, phone lines at the bottom of the hour if you have a question or a comment for our guest, Frank Salvato from uh, uh, from undergroundusa and author of the book nullification, of course, you can also head over to my home website Kylewarrenshow dot com if you have uh, if you have the inclination to send us a direct message uh, this morning. Well, again, uh, we're going to waste no more time. We're going to head over and uh, talk with Frank Salvato from undergroundusa.com. dot com. Good morning, Frank.
5: Mr. Kyle.
0: Well, Frank, before we get started on things this morning, Um, We've been mentioning this each hour of the program. There was a terrible tragedy that occurred over the weekend in Burnsville, Minnesota. Two police officers and a firefighter lost their lives uh, responding to a call, uh, which appeared to be a a domestic violence call. Uh, But uh, it's just uh, the people in Burnsville are brokenhearted this morning. We are here on this program and as I was uh, saying to you before we came on the air, uh, GCN, Genesis Communications Network, is based in Burnsville, Minnesota. And our hearts and our prayers are, are just going out to them this morning, everybody involved in this. And, Frank, you are a former firefighter, and I know that you can speak to uh, the, the kind of, uh, of, of event this is and, um, and, and just uh, sort of clue us in on, on what uh, people are, are, are experiencing there. Yeah,
21: you know, I believe the uh, the firefighter was acting and as a as a paramedic. Right. In in this instance, a lot of firefighters are paramedics. That they like to do the dual role because the job calls for a little bit of both. Um, nevertheless, they're all a part of of the first responder community, and in mm-hmm. especially when you get local, that becomes very family oriented. You know, put, there's an old. There's an old wives tale that there's animosity between the police and the firefighters and because they have different functions, but we are family. Yes. So when, when a brother of the badge, and you've heard me use that term for 20 years now. Oh yes. On this, on this airspace. When a brother of the badge goes down, it's as if a family member goes down. So there is a, there is a familial loss in Burnsville today amongst that first responder community and amongst the people in that community who are aware of what their first responders do and appreciate it. Uh, my heart goes out. My thoughts go out. Um, it's hard to describe the loss, as you asked me to do in, in the beginning, because uh, losing a partner... And then that's what the the police officers lost there. They two people lost their partners. Um, that they, they lost people that they sit down with in the squadril all the time. Um, the firefighter paramedic, that's a, that is literally a family. 24, 48 shifts are what firefighters mostly do. And so you eat, sleep, do the housework, do your training, uh, go to the store, uh, everything that a normal family would do during the day, that's what a firefighter shift does. So when you have that hole in your family, it feels like a hole in your family, your family. You know, so uh, I, I, my heart goes out to, to everybody up there, especially in the first responder community. Um, but this instance um, should open up, Some conversation about the idea that when there's domestic issues in a household, the time for a social worker or or a psychological intervention is not as the emergency is happening, Mm -hmm. which a lot of urban areas are doing, um, but beforehand, because once it becomes a crisis, crises are hard to control. And when it goes south, it goes south like this.
0: Yeah. Well, what we understand too that there there may be uh, an aspect here that this could have been some kind of ambush uh, as well. Denise Simon was uh, was telling us about that. But but no matter what, whenever whenever you have these individuals, police, firefighters, first responders, when they roll up, I've been telling the listeners all morning, Frank, that the the bravery that's involved. Uh, to me, it's just overwhelming. And uh, the people that literally run into any tragedy or bad situation, you know, is just uh, unbelievable above and beyond the call of duty in my in my estimation.
21: Well, this is why the targeting of of police officers and defunding the police and, and going after law enforcement by organizations like Black Lives Matter when the FBI crime statistics don't back up their claims of systemic racism between law enforcement and black perpetrators is so damaging and dangerous it's dangerous enough to pin on the badge every morning whether you're a police officer or a firefighter and go into work your family certainly knows it because they don't know if you're coming home right and and if if this was a targeted thing I hope they catch these people, throw the book at them, and they never see the light of day again because you don't target people that you call for help when you're in trouble. And if, you're, and if you're arrogant enough to do that, if you, if your activism moves you to do that, then your activism sucks.
0: Indeed. No kidding. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank, stay right there. We're going to come right back, everybody. Much more with Frank Silvato. We'll turn to politics and other world events, of course. But this morning, as part of our radio family and our radio community, this hits very, very close to home. And we're with you in Burnsville this morning, everybody. But stay right there. We're coming right back. Pile one with you.
17: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most.
25: When I was a kid, I wanted to be just like Cal Ripken. It's definitely humbling to know that now people are calling me a hero. Instead of finding the IED with my metal detector, the IED found me first, and that resulted in double above knee amputations. It's hard to describe the feeling of meeting somebody that you've always wanted to be like. There are people now that are looking up to you for their inspiration and to be their role model. Visit saluteheroes.org to learn more.
24: I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one?
2: Using a paid tax preparer this year? Before paying someone to do your taxes, make sure they're qualified. Ask about their fees, experience, and training. Check with a better business bureau. Avoid anyone who promises a higher refund. And review your tax return before you sign it. And make sure your preparer signs it, too. For more tips, visit irs.gov and search Choosing a Preparer.
0: Out there, and a lot of them are starting to say they're not going to take loads into New York City after this uh, after this judgment and fine levied on to uh, Donald Trump. And uh, so, I got to tell you, folks, uh, one of the things that you don't ever want to do is you, <laughs> you don't want to get the truckers mad at you. And I think they got a pretty good reason, uh, but uh, they definitely are going to be making their presence felt, uh, we understand. Uh, so this is a pretty interesting, uh, a pretty interesting development. So once again, folks, welcome back to the show. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you, of course. And, uh, don't forget, uh, telephone numbers 949-822-7959. We'll be talking here, of course, with Frank Silvato from undergroundusa.com, author of the book Nullification. We'll open up the uh, telephone lines at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we just got a great, message a great uh, a great direct message this morning this is uh, from rianne or uh, Rian. i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly um he says he's been listening to the show for over a year now he says he found it on gcn and uh, he says after getting sick of listening about the grays bigfoot numerology stuff on that other show out here listening in southern louisiana well welcome to the program we're glad to have you with us thank you for your message and, uh, we're just glad that you're there. And we're, we're just, I uh, really appreciate the message so very much. And Frank, uh, what do you, what do you think about that? We are talking about, uh, stuff that, that affects people's lives every day, don't we?
21: Well, we certainly don't sugarcoat anything.
0: <laughs> That's the understatement. That's right. That's exactly right, you know but uh, but I just really appreciate that. and we know that we're uh, we're uh, hearing from someone there in uh, southern Louisiana this morning. Well,
21: you know there's when you listen to the uh, to the the flamethrower stations and the and the usual suspects, um you get talking points. You get the same points over and over and over. They they explore the talking points that the talking heads on television actually advance, uh, and they seldom move beyond that. I mean, a few people do. Uh, they'll get into the constitutionality of things like that. Um, maybe even have some people who know a little bit more about the subject come on. But typically, it's a regurgitation of what you're hearing on on the talking head shows on television. I think people get bored with that
0: i think you're right you're right and uh very very dynamic and we do try to we do try to stay on on top of things and uh, and kind of bring a little bit of a different uh vibe uh to the overnight uh, radio airwaves no doubt about that and of course frank um you know we've been talking we were talking of course what was happening in burnsville uh but uh of course one of the other things that's happening too is we've got uh, Medvedev over in uh, Russia saying that they, they would they would launch a nuclear strike against Washington if they don't get what they want in Ukraine. I, I kind of find that to be a little fantastical for for my my taste. What do you think?
21: No, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, Medvedev is going to say it. Putin will walk it back. <laughs> Right. This, this, this allows them to be able to make the threat without officially making the threat. Um, and they're, they're kind of glomming on to anything nuclear right now because of the, uh, the little, the little eyebrow raise that we had last week about what are they putting in space? Right. They're putting, they're, they're putting nuclear weapons in space. You know, so why not jump on that? Why well, not, why not, why not whip that pony for as much as it's got?
0: <laughs> well you know of course what's happening in the middle east obviously is keeping everybody on pins and needles uh but this came from the jerusalem post it sounds like there is an imam in a belgian parliament reciting quran verses that call for the killing and kidnapping of jews uh, you know here we go again I mean, this when is this ever going to kind of subside never yeah I and, think and that's I say th-
21: and, yeah yeah and I say that with full confidence because that's the text of the religion there's a, there's no changing the text of the religion because the Quran to devout Muslims is the literal word of Allah and if you're a devout Muslim you don't change your god's words so this imam was he trying to be insightful? I don't know. Did he choose those passages on purpose to be antagonistic? Yeah, Probably. But he's just reading the text. He's not making anything up or, or standing there screaming, death to America on a Friday. He's just reading the words that are in the Quran. So if we're going to be appalled by this, then we have to have an honest and open global conversation about the aggressive nature of the islamic religion mm-hmm. short of that wishing it to go away is not going to happen because that's their religious text
0: indeed indeed yeah so this is this is i mean can you imagine you know if that was being well i mean we even have some members of congress that seem to be you know you know singing the praises of hamas or at least not wanting to vote to condemn them for what they've been up to. I mean, th- I mean, this is starting to. This world is starting to get very, very scary indeed.
21: Yeah, that was Rashida Tlaib um, in the resolution condemning the use of rape and sexual assault right as as weapons of war. She voted present. Some people didn't vote at all. Omar didn't vote at all. She wasn't in the chamber to take the vote. That was a smarter move than voting present because voting present means i understand the resolution but i'm not voting for it right now who the hell who the hell doesn't vote against rape and sexual assault what kind of um of, of a disgusting monster doesn't do that well uh, in any in in any context
0: right oh yeah yeah it just seems like this was this was a no brainer but this is how invested they can be with the cause of hamas and by extension you know tehran and others uh, in other these bad actors that want to go after israel want to go after the jews and try to change this global narrative to yeah i guess the jews are the huge problem in the world i mean it's and if you wrote this in a movie people would say this is so far-fetched
21: well i mean they would at least say so which one plays goebbels right yeah you, you know because this is nazism this is exactly what the Nazis, this is the, 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 the ideology of the Nazis. The Jews are bad, we must expunge them, cleanse the race of the Jews. That's what the Nazis believed in. And when you listen to some of these people on the college campuses, or pro-Hamas people, um, they are echoing that sentiment. And I don't think that we should give them the pass. I, 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 I just don't. You know, are the, do the Jewish people have problems? Sure. Do the American people have problems? Sure. Do the Russian people have problems? Yeah. Do the Chinese people have problems? Sure. If you're going to go by by demographic like that and start condemning, uh, then you're a jerk. <laughs> you know, it's it's content of the character. You know, it's not the color of the skin or or, or the religion that you have or, or or the nationality that you have. You have to judge people by their actions and the content of their character. And if we're going to look at Hamas and what they've done and the fact, and this has been proven, that they use rape and sexual assault to terrorize their victims, then I have to say they're the aggressor that's crossed the line. Now, that said, I believe, I I back Netanyahu 100%. They should go all the way to the wall. Hamas is a terrorist organization. We wouldn't have pulled up lame going after al-Qaeda Mm-hmm. after 911 you know it wasn't okay let's go over there and drop a couple bombs we'll get them about we'll get, we'll get al qaeda about 75% gone and then we'll call it victory and and you know what let's give them a homeland in florida <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's, we it's, never would have done that it was a fight to the death because they came and slaughtered people on our land we must give israel the same the the, the same gratuity there we must
0: well and of course now you've got hamas you know demanding a ceasefire and this what did they think was going to happen i mean you know maybe they could underestimate the american president currently but not netanyahu and israel as a whole
21: for the entire existence of 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 their protest they have demanded things that were absurd Yep. For for their entire existence, they've demanded things that are absurd. They build they build headquarters and tunnels and 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 and, and put rockets and residents and hospitals and ammunition underneath places like you know UN headquarters uh, within Gaza. And then they say you can't you can't go after that you can't go after that that's that's not being humanitarian to go after that oh that's that's after they used rape and sexual assault as as a weapon of war
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, will tell you what, Frank, stay right there for a moment because we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, everybody, more with Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com and, of course, author of the book, Nullification. We're cruising through this Monday edition, this President's Day edition of the program. I will one with you. We are coming right back.
3: USA News Update. The upcoming crewed rocket launch from Florida Space Coast scheduled for next month, March 1st. NASA said three astronauts and a cosmonaut will embark on a Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX to the International Space Station and spend six months conducting research. Former President Trump has been ordered to pay more than $350 million in his New York State civil fraud trial. He's also facing a three-year ban on conducting business in New York State. A former FBI informant facing charges for allegedly lying about President Biden's involvement in his son Hunter's foreign business dealings. Egypt reportedly building a refugee camp near the Gaza border in anticipation of a potential conflict if Israel attacks the southern city of Rafah. Corey Myers, USA News. I had no idea it would
18: destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.
14: February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a 2-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a 2-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay, join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Extend your life with extendivite.com.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's a cool, classy sound, don't you think? (laughs) I think so, too. Billy Joel, uh, amazing track there uh, from him, bringing us back in this morning on this Monday edition, this President's Day edition of the program kyle warren with you of course I uh, don't forget head over to my home website kyle warrenshow.com that's kyle warrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message this morning and of course nine four nine eight two two seventy nine fifty nine. that's the number to call if you have a question or comment for frank silvato from undergroundusa.com and of course author of the book nullification good morning again frank mr kyle well you know i'll, I'll tell you this much the stuff that we're seeing happening, you know, if you tried to explain to somebody, you know, <laughs> you know, got a time machine or something and try to explain what was happening, uh, they might just laugh at us. You know, this whole thing to do with the judgment, and I don't think you and I had an opportunity to talk about it on the, you know, because I think this came down later on. But, um, but the this the three hundred fifty five million dollar judgment against donald trump along with this verdict in new york city is just you know that's just for the birds don't you think
21: well it's absurd it's absurd I and mean, there's a lot of people out there who use the term travesty of justice but this is truly a, a definer it's a travesty of justice there's no victim here that's that's the thing that should be being trumpeted from the top of the trump tower in new york oh yeah is there's there's no victim here no one went to the authorities and said i've been aggrieved the banks were paid back and they made a profit the insurance companies were satisfied there's nothing wrong with the buildings so there's no harm here but they're calling foul so right there that doesn't make any sense Well, right. He's being penalized three hundred and fifty five million dollars for building a good building and doing it by the letter of the law.
0: Well, and at the same time, was it the judge who said, I believe something to the effect of and there's just no contrition, you know, on the part of the Trump people. And this is incredibly crazy.
21: Contrition for what? Right. (laughs) You know, for for what? What do you want me to be contrite about? What what is it? but That I'm just not going. You know, be, because I'm Donald Trump, I kind of need to hate myself, right? Because because everybody who votes to the left hates me. I, I've got to I've got to get that sickness too. This is a a prime example of of judicial misconduct and prosecutorial misconduct. And if our judicial system were actually healthy there would be moves against both the prosecutor and the judge to remove them from their positions because they didn't follow the law. If we don't have a judicial system that, that is, and, and John Adams said this so eloquently in the very beginning of our country, we need to have a country of laws, not of men. When, when men can manipulate the laws to their outcome, that's when tyranny takes over, and what we saw in New York is tyrannical. We're going to destroy you, Donald Trump, at all costs because we don't like you. Well, that's the, that's the message I got.
0: No, no kidding. Well, it may be overturned on 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 appeal, uh, but it may also eventually go to the Supreme Court. We'll just have to see. But it seems to me that it, when that that happens, I would think that it should. at at some level of this uh, they're still going to then cry and say look at these courts and they did the wrong thing and we had Donald Trump dead to rights and they reversed it and you know this kind of stuff it's illegitimate court again you know it just seems like no matter what happens it still plays into their narrative into their ability to try to make our country literally tear itself apart
21: well this is this is what was being described back in the late 2000s uh, when it started to emerge, the Clintons were using it, and the Obamas definitely use it. It's called lawfare, mm-hmm. and and it's it's in the same vein as warfare because it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Um, it's going to have to make the Supreme Court because the court that Trump would have to appeal to is all within a solid glow in the dark blue demographic. The court is is the appointees on the court are all appointed by far left far leftists you yeah, know yeah. so it's gonna it's gonna have to hit the supreme court at some point and then you're going to see the political opportunists who are politically motivated 100 percent. they don't give a damn about good government or executing good government because they see government as politics that's a huge problem in our society today government is not politics Politics is the realm where people get elected. Government's supposed to serve the people. We don't have government today. We have an overgrown, overbearing, arrogant political system instead of a governmental system. When, when it, the appeal happens and if the letter of law is followed and it is reversed, the political opportunists will say we have to pack the court.
0: Well, exactly, yeah. Or it's illegitimate and let's go protest outside their house and you know, all that kind of dumb stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank. We do have the telephone lines lighting up here. We got Anthony in Tampa who's giving us a call this morning. Good morning, Anthony. You're you're on with Frank Salvato. Hello, Anthony.
22: Good morning. I I, I hear an overlap on the radio. I don't know if uh, on the phone. Uh, okay, yeah. Listen, uh, it's uh, Frank. It's not it's not surprising that all of a sudden uh, Trump became president, and uh, all of a sudden the tide comes against him as far as being, him being a racist and, uh, collusion with the Russians and, uh, all these things pertain to his, uh, personal, uh, business, uh, uh, dealings. Uh, it's funny how all of a sudden everything comes uncovered, uh, as him being the villain, whereas before he was friends, uh, befriended by, uh, the likes of Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and the, the left that loved him and, uh, he was the uh, the friends of the black community. Also, now uh, they label him as being a, a bigot, uh, anti-American, and all this sort of stuff. So it's amazing the media. And I'm I'm focusing more mostly on the on the local media here. That all of a sudden they're kind of uh, complicit against coming against him. And um, it's just uh, if you can go in uh uh espouse more on that because it's surprising how all of a sudden he. He turned uh, the tide like Reagan did, became a Republican. And all of a sudden, he's the evil one. So uh, it's uh, people need to wake up and uh, disconnect from the media because they're totally uh, anti-conservative, anti-Christian, anti-American to this point, mm-hmm. as far as I see it. Thank you.
0: Hey, thank you, Anthony in Tampa. We appreciate the call very, very much. Frank, what do you think? He hit the point nail on the head.
21: If Trump would have thrown his head in the ring to be president of the United States under the Democrat banner, how, how big of a landslide do you think that would have been? <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's the thing. He didn't run under the right banner for the leftists. And, and as far as the racist claim, I've always scratched my head about that. Because he's got awards from the NAACP. As a matter of fact, I believe he was nominated for Man of the Year one day by the NAACP in New York. There are pictures with him and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, uh, you know, just laughing it up and yucking it up at fundraisers because he used to cut checks for their organizations all the time. And he was a good guy to them. They loved him. But he put an R behind his name and he became the Antichrist because he wasn't walking down the street lockstep with the narrative that racism is prevalent everywhere. And the poor black community is being beaten down by, you know, by the deep state white controlled white supremacy group that the United States has always been. Yeah, it's such a false narrative. It should make you want to vomit. And the fact that the media, especially at the local levels, are just going, well, you know, it's, it's been said enough times, it must be true. God forbid I do some research into it and find out the truth. I'm a bubble-headed bleach blonde who comes on at five, as Don <laughs> Henley would say. That's right. That's you know, exactly local, it. Yeah. Local news, I'd rather you come on there looking disheveled and tell me the truth and, and expose some facts. That have perfect hair and great makeup. But let's get back to you in five minutes after this message from All.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we appreciate the call, first of all, of course, Anthony in Tampa. And, uh, Frank, we appreciate you as well. We hope that uh, you have a great rest of the morning here. But We're, we're going to be talking with you again uh, here uh, coming up on Friday. And uh, great segments this morning. I think we covered a lot of great ground.
21: Well, I, I, we know we're hitting the cord in Louisiana. Aren't we?
0: That's right, and we appreciate that as well. Well, Frank, take care. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend.
21: Stay low, my friend.
0: You too. Take care. All right, Frank Silvato, everybody. UndergroundUSA.com and author of the book, Nullification. And we're going to come right back. We're going to talk with Patrick Hyland. He's host of The Sports Zone right here on AM 860. Kyle Warren with you. Stay right there.
6: That's 818-984-6100. Shop
17: Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The
19: DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together. Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission.
11: Wellness and self care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
3: Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil.
0: continues on, everybody, and it is President's Day on top of that, so maybe you have the day off today. Well, if you do, that sounds pretty terrific, but uh, if you don't, you're out there uh, doing what you do. We're glad to be uh, riding along with you, of course, whatever you're doing this morning uh, here on the program. Kyle Warren with you, glad to be with you, of course, and uh, we've got uh, Patrick Hyland waiting on the telephone line with us this morning. He is host of the Zone. Right here on AM eight sixty, the answer, and uh, you can hear him on Sundays from eleven a.m. to twelve p.m. Eastern Time. Again, right here on AM eight sixty, the answer. Patrick is also known as the insurance quarterback, and we're glad to have him with them. Glad to have him with us, I should say, right here on this Monday morning. Good morning, Patrick.
8: Good morning, Cal, and happy Monday to everybody. Uh, hopefully, if uh, you have the day off, make it a, a good one for yourself. And if not, uh, still make it a great day, and make it a great week. And so we uh, get ready to finish out February here pretty soon. We get an extra day this year, Kyle. That's That'll right. Be interesting. So anyway, uh, yesterday in basketball, we had the East play the West in the NBA All Star Game. Two hundred and eleven one eighty six. Real defensive game there, Kyle. So, anyway, obviously tongue in cheek there, Kyle. And, uh, <laughs> right. it just, uh, you know, I, nobody wants to get hurt. I get it. But, man, you got to play a little bit better than that, I think. Or, I don't know. I'd like to see we make these games. So that, there we go again. When a game doesn't mean anything, it just doesn't have the same intensity. That's right. just the way it is. Keeping it real. But, uh, Anyway, we're getting ready for baseball, man. They all uh, are in uh, spring training now, getting ready for the season, looking for a great baseball season, and uh, should be very excited. But uh, hockey, man, that's really happening right now, uh, especially the middle state of Florida. The Panthers now are on top of the division. Unbelievable. in The Eastern Atlantic Division just barely above the Boston Bruins. They have seventy six points and uh, Boston has seventy five. they both have played fifty five games. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to go down the wire with those two. And the Lightning, they're still in the thick of it. They've uh they hit sixty five points. They've won uh, thirty out of their fifty six games, so pretty good. The Bruins, man, I'll tell you, they always seem to take you to overtime. They had eleven overtime losses. Mm-hmm. And the Red Wings, for one scholar, really uh starting to come back to the old Red Wings of old. So we'll see for all the old Red Wings fans how many that's out for the rest of the year. Indeed. uh, Get up in New York, how the Rangers are looking real good. So we'll see if they can continue on with the Carolina Hurricanes. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, how the teams in the South for hockey are doing doing pretty daggum good. So uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun to say the leagues. The playoffs will be here before we know it. And then uh, out near next in the neck of the woods, the Vegas, man, the Golden Knights, they're right on Vancouver Canucks' tail. So they're, they're going to try to see what they can do up, up there. And uh, it's going to be tough, though. Vancouver's at 80 points, man, 37 wins, 6 OT, and uh, they have over 200 goals, man, scored. That's why they're doing so Doggone well! That's that's impressive, man. Everybody, all the teams over two hundred goals. The Stars, the Avalanche, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So.
0: Oh yeah, and and you know you mentioned Las Vegas, and certainly they are really becoming uh, you know a, a major sports town at this point. You know they'll be building that new stadium. They're going to demolish the Tropicana, of course, at the end of the strip, and um, but at this at the same time. Uh, you know, you've got, as you said, you've got the hockey team there. Uh, obviously the Super Bowl was there. And there was a remark made at the end of the Super Bowl, uh, in part of the coverage that said, well, you know, they liked their accommodation so much in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl that they'd want to do it again. Is that something that could be done in the near term or is there a, many years that would have to go by or what do you think?
8: Well, normally it's about the earliest you normally get is about eight years, normally 10 to 12, and if you've had a good showing, which obviously they did, Tampa uh, will have one here pretty soon because they, they had a good showing. Uh, Miami always has a good showing down there. Jacksonville, the one year they had it, it, just, uh, it was very unfortunate. It was a Florida, just a cold spurt. It was like in the 30s for four out of the – Last five days before the game. So it wasn't really enjoyable for the fans. So, and that left a bad taste in people's mouth. It's a shame when things like that happen because I think Jacksonville should get another shot at it. So it's a neat place and uh, a fun place for people to visit and go watch a secret ball. And then even up in the cold weather places, as long as they're not you know, they deserve it too. But it's tough. You know, you want to accommodate the fans. We need to accommodate the fans more. We were talking about that on the sports zone yesterday. You know, these guys are billionaire owners, and God bless them, you know. And I get it, it's a business. But, you know, I'd like to think you look out for your customers would be your first priority, but it doesn't seem to be that way when it comes to entertainment and sports. Just something I think I wish we'd get worked out. But, uh, um, a couple other things, Cal, Ohio State upset number two Purdue, and uh, they have an intern coach there for Ohio State, so they really just played well and uh, really let it all hang out. So, congratulations to them. Another Florida team, uh, USF Bulls. They're ahead of their conference, and uh, they're looking good this year with the first-year coach who used to play there. So, a lot of neat things happening in the sports world, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the gentleman from, uh, you know, uh, over in Asia, Matsuyama, he fired a 62 to win, win Tiger Woods' tournament, the Genesis Open, and uh, what a what a final round to win it! He won the Masters too. Now he ties A.J. Troy for everybody from that neck of the woods with the most victories. So pretty neat, pretty neat, pretty outstanding. You know, things happening you know, yesterday in the school. Hey, hopefully today the weather up in Daytona Beach will you know be nice and oh. uh, be nice. You know, Daytona five hundred. Shame they couldn't race yesterday. It was just miserable, man. Rain all day in the state of Florida off and on. So anyway, hopefully it's subsided and it's passed the forward and we will look forward to watching that, especially the people who have to day off.
0: That's you right. Know. Yeah. I think a lot more people might get a chance at that point. Uh so yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out here on this Monday.
8: Yeah. And then uh, you know, the this young man he wins three goals at speed skating and the World Championships from the U.S. of A. So congratulations to him. So very neat, man, little little, uh, patriotic story there. uh, We need to be a little bit more patriotic in this great country of ours, Kyle. Indeed. Indeed. uh, Otani, he won't play in the Dodgers spring training opener. Uh, I'm really curious to see how he's going to come back. I mean, obviously, he does be a DH this year. We'll see how his batting stroke works and how he makes out this year. And then we'll see the next year, you know, when the spring trade comes around, is he going to throw him in? And uh, we we'll see how that uh, transpires. So, a lot of things happening. A lot of things changing. You know, uh, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of uh, NBA and NHL here real soon with the playoffs, uh, all those football games with the uh, You know, trades and the draft coming up and the NBA. People still follow the NBA. I want to see who makes the playoffs, if their team's in it or not. And then March Madness is always fun. Cal, do you ever uh, get involved in the tournament, watch it, or is that not your sport? Oh.
0: Well, as you know, I'm much more kind of a baseball aficionado. Sure. But uh, but again, when it becomes competitive and uh, and becomes uh, uh, something that's uh, kind of catching everybody's attention, I love to love to keep up with it. Absolutely,
8: absolutely, it's it's, it's awesome. I really love it. It's just neat to see the kids. Uh, really get excited about making the 64 and, you know, see if you can get to the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight and then the Final Four. You know. That's see right. You win it all. It's a neat, exciting, you know, time of year for college basketball. I still, still enjoy the way they play the college game. Oh, sure. A lot. And uh, just a quick shout-out, Cal. If anybody out there needs any assistance when it comes into the financial world or the insurance world, Please. Feel free to call me, 813 966 You really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I don't think anybody you know, can object to a second set of eyes on your documents, on your financial future. You might get some good advice that's going to put you in a better place than you are right now. And no matter what, you're going to have peace of mind after you meet with me because... I'm going to share with you if there's something I can do for you. I will if I can't. I'm going to tell you that, too, and to tackle it again in a year or two. Or please give me a referral. It's just the right thing to do for the right reasons. God bless you, Kyle, and have a great rest of the week. I'll talk to you Wednesday morning. Anybody needs me, give me a call, 813 966 Bye now.
0: Sounds great. Patrick, thanks. God bless. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Patrick, Kyle, and everybody. Folks, thanks for listening this morning. Kyle Warren with you. We'll see you tomorrow morning bright and early. Go out there and make it a great day today.